0: It is ESPN
1: Asheville, and welcome into to the Sportsocracy, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. We are heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and seen everywhere on YouTube. Uh, today is the day. It's a... Football Friday! Yes, it is a full-on Football Friday. You got the NFL, you got college football this weekend. We got uh, Asheville Police Chief David Zach going to come in and kick off beat the Chief with us. In the four o'clock hour today, all of the picks, all of the bangers, it's finally here. Let's breathe it in, man.
2: Breathe it in, man. We're finally here. We got a game to talk about. And yeah, I missed it a lot. Yeah, I missed that real bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what you want me to say. I I did not expect that Kadarius Tony would not be able to catch COVID at a DNC national convention with a pocket full of tests. Let's go. you. Wow! I came up with that line at eleven fifteen last night. <laughs> at least twenty four alcoholic beverages in, and I told my wife I will get that on that show tomorrow. Twenty one to twenty,
1: the Detroit Lions pulling the upset on the defending Super Bowl champions. Yes, they were that. Where were without Chris Jones? Yes, they were without Travis Kelsey, and yes, all of that mattered. It's the one thing we kept we kept saying yesterday was oh it doesn't matter oh it doesn't matter it's andy reed it's patrick mahomes we'll figure it out i mean i i, I kind of get to the point where it's like oh i mean i feel like patrick mahomes could complete passes to me
2: yeah and yet he can't complete them to Kadarius tony and i'd be remiss if i didn't do this for brian haynes who i got to listen to make fun of Kadarius tony the entire game the last need that we needed he is just genuinely awful. Hey, at least he was last night. I
1: mean, you can be you can be as fast as you want to be, but you got to figure out how to catch a ball.
2: Especially when they, I mean, you said this before the show, they hit him in the worst place humanly possible, right? directly against, between the numbers.
1: There wasn't, I don't think there was a single one that he dropped that wasn't directly in the hands. And Patrick Mahomes just standing back with his hands in the air going, what is happening right now? I didn't realize that I lost Travis Kelsey, and now all of a sudden everybody else has touched the Space Jam football. But apparently that's what happened. Because there were drops left and right. I mean, I got to give credit to, to the Detroit Lions. I mean, that was a hell of a play by Brian Branch, getting the tip, returning it for the touchdown. Obviously, without that play, they don't win the game. They played pretty well. Mm-hmm. I came out of last night thinking, man, Detroit is good oh i don't disagree with you the Detroit's kansas good. i city. never said they weren't good and kansas city is thinner than i thought
2: yeah uh now that was my biggest takeaway from last night as a fan of ah, a team that i think we can all universally agree now is uh oh the favorite in the afc oh, since geez. the the mighty have fallen with oh, kansas geez. city chiefs yeah
1: screw the cincinnati Bengals. they're
2: Ah, you know. <laughs> ah, Joe Burrow's just making, you know, half a billion dollars. Yeah, they're pulling quarters out of their couch to pay off a big contract. They're, they're, they're a little distracted. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, we'll I talk about that so. later in the show as well. Uh, I mean, I guess it helped your outlook. But. I don't know one fan of a team in the AFC that didn't walk away from last night going, blood. I smell blood in the water. But how much does that
1: matter? That's my question. How much does that really matter? Because Travis Kelsey, he's going to be back, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you got to hope that he doesn't get hurt again. What they So they're calling it a bone bruise now Yes, on his knee.
2: I, I mean, I would wager he's back next week. Those, I don't care. Really? No, because I'm looking around going, you don't have any receivers that can catch except one rookie who you apparently don't want to use. Yep. You say yet. And, I mean, last night was damning to Kansas City. I mean, this is not going to be a popular opinion, but a lot of a lot of what happened last night was self-inflicted in, wounds. Mm-hmm. I know everybody lost their mind about Mike Tirico. I'm not going to say there should be an asterisk here. You can't make them catch a football. But I am curious if that's going to be a problem all year long. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I don't think so. Uh, okay. When Travis Kelsey comes back, then you've got a one there will name me a name me a contender in the afc that doesn't have a real honest legit two Mm -hmm. i'll wait did they have one last year no i would say juju smith schuster was yeah that's a legit two in this league you go, nah, all no, you want no, to. He's a legit dude in this league. He makes over $10 million a year. Well, just because he makes that much money doesn't mean that he's well, not that station. I'm I not saying that, but <laughs> if you're telling me he's not one of the 64 best pass catchers in the NFL, I'm going to tell you you're out of your mind.
1: Yeah, I guess. Maybe so.
2: Um, but Because I'll be honest with you, I didn't see anybody for Kansas City last night that belongs in the top 100. So... There was a massive lack of separation. Mahomes mm-hmm. was running for his life. I'm still not really sure how Jawan Taylor only got called for one false start.
0: <laughs> I don't quite know rule. how
2: you can be standing behind the guard and you didn't do anything wrong. That's
1: that's that's a new rule on me. I did not know anything about the whole helmet has to be level with the center of the of the waist. I of knew the, the I,
2: rule. I had I just
1: I've never seen anybody do that because I thought as soon as you're set. And you move before the ball snapped, that's a false start. In theory, in theory, but apparently they have found a loophole, as I guess. Well, if only you remember, Andy Joey Reed Bosa does. got
2: really revved up about this last year. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who that player was? Jawan Taylor. That's Jawan Taylor. Yeah. I mean, because to me, it gives a hell of an
1: advantage to him. Oh, no doubt. To be able to start your kick back while the guy's coming forward, or before the guy starts coming forward. He has no opportunity to get you off guard. He has no opportunity to get you off of ba- off balance. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, that was a new one to me.
2: Uh, Steven Westbrook's in our YouTube comments said the Chiefs might need to hit up Mike Evans. Fact. That's why I said yet.
1: They're, they're going to pay Chris Jones. After what happened last night, the, you got no choice. That, that timeline just cut in half.
2: By week I, four. I don't agree with you really at all why uh give me the top three reasons that kansas city lost last night tell me when defensive line comes in okay well because it ain't in the top three it's not the top three they held you to 3.7 yards a carry Uh, the big thing was oh you're not going to be able to stop the run we didn't think Mm -hmm. you'd have a high-end pass rusher but you got 10 guys that can they can do it mike dana's name came up seven times last night Mm -hmm. that wasn't a problem the what beat kansas city last night was not the defensive line okay dan campbell beat you that's the one thing i cannot believe i haven't heard anybody say all day Mm -hmm. your call to go for it on your own 17 yard line which let me say this as clearly as i can was insanely stupid yes but it worked (laughs) but it worked it worked I, I mean, you went down is. and scored yeah i mean beat you better not do it again oh he will he's he's done <laughs> that for years what's funny is right before he did it i looked at amy and said watch him be stupid enough to go for this mm-hmm. and she looked at me and went how do you do that and that's all because w- i i know this coach pretty and, well. and and it's all well and good until it doesn't work oh and by the way you i missed the uh, uh the yards per attempt was three and a half not 3.7 okay the offense is not what beat Kansas City last night. Nothing that – I had that part dead to rights. Okay. That offense for Detroit did not beat them last night. They beat themselves offensively, and that defense is better than I thought it was. Hmm. Okay. But my – it's funny that – we didn't talk about this before the show. It's funny that that was your biggest takeaway because I walked away from it going, ha that Chris Jones thing just carried on for about six weeks longer than I thought it was going to. Wow. That's not how I saw that at all. Okay, explain to me in what way their defense is what beat them last night. Did they lose the game? They, they did. did the de- but was, was the, the defense, defense the f- on the was field, the did defense the defense fall. allow more points than uh... – No, they didn't because <laughs> Detroit's defense scored a touchdown. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot yeah, about that. They scored that. two touchdowns, and one of them was off a fake that. punt. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm saying here is that defense is not what beat Kansas City, and I can't believe anybody. I'm not saying would that's what beat them. them. I'm saying they lost, and the fact that they lost. If they played last night, behind. if if Chris Jones played last night, do they win? Yes or no? They may have. I think you're drunk. As you could possibly be, because <laughs> okay. guess what? He don't catch passes. You get after all no, the quarterbacks he, you want to. No, but he, he rushes a passer, passes. and that could have helped. They last didn't night. struggle to do that anyway. Okay. I mean, yes, I saw he only of, got sacked one time. And there were times that, yeah, he had some time.
1: I saw plenty of clean pocket that I went, yep, that, that
2: wouldn't have been there if Chris Jones had been yeah, there. You and I saw a completely different game because I walked away from it going, damn, apparently Andy Reid can just throw any 11 people on a defense he wants to, and it's fine. Because <laughs> you got Dan Campbell to go for it from inside his own 20 in the second quarter. That should really tell you everything you need to know. Detroit had one sustained drive last night. One. Mm -hmm. Before there was eight minutes left in this game. The defense is not a problem. The offense is a horrific problem. The offense is a a terrible problem. But
1: that's what led me down that path is Travis Kelsey will be back and the pressure will be relieved from the other receivers. Because it's all part of the scheme, right? You know you know how this offense runs. It's Patrick Mahomes leaning on Travis Kelsey, being able to hit everybody in their spots. Well, when Travis Kelsey's not filling the middle of that field, because they could have carved him up, but nobody could catch it.
2: They uh, that, were open well, that's kind all of my problem. Night long. It, uh, that's kind of what I'm saying is that Travis Kelsey's not going to teach Kadarius Tony how to catch. He's not going to teach Sky Moore how to catch either.
1: No, but he's also going to take pressure off of them where they don't have to be the ones to make those catches.
2: Those would have been Travis Kelsey balls. Those, I'd say, and this—we're uh, we're, uh, this is one of those things we're just never going to agree on. Because if I'm uh, all right, so let's—I'll uh, use my team. If I'm the New York Jets, I have somebody that can deal with Travis Kelsey. Okay, Sauce Gardner. I'll put him on him the entire game. I'll never take him off because you have nobody else that worries me. Oh, look, Marquez Valdez-Scantling can get open anytime he wants to if he's running in a dead straight line and there's a 50-50 chance he'll drop that ball anyway.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I don't care. And there was a look that I saw in Pat Mahomes last night where he just – I mean, if you could have had a mic on him that they would have played what he said, it would have been something to the effect of what else do I have to do and that that was my biggest takeaway mm. is the thing that was supposed to be your bread and butter was not last night and it wasn't close and i think and to me it was all because travis kelsey wasn't there
1: you do have work to do with the wide receivers you have to be calling the tampa bay buccaneers
2: to see what they want for well mike there's evans. a there's a problem with the mike evans thing
1: What's that you don't have any money don't care we'll make we'll figure it out we'll make it we'll make this work somehow okay
2: why have you not done that for chris jones I don't know. I can't answer Because it's not as easy as, oh, we'll just make it work. Well, that one is, Because, see, they had it? to kick that can down the road. That one with, is, isn't it, though? They have the money to pay him. They're just not doing it. With Chris you'd have to kick the can down the road somewhere in the in the future. The Pat Mahomes deal is really malleable. The problem is they don't actively have any money right now. You're, I mean, you're not going to restructure him for a second time because you've already done that once this season. Mm-hmm. It was in the offseason back in April, I believe. You had to restructure him to sign your draft picks. I just I see a problem with Kansas City. Right. I I do. I see a big problem, and it has nothing
1: to do with their defense. Uh the game last night did not change my opinion about anything. You put those two guys back on the Kansas City Chiefs, and I feel like they're still atop the AFC. Um oh God, I don't. <laughs> I don't. The Detroit Lions are now one game better than I thought they'd be. So now you're even more of a contender than I thought you were.
2: Common Sense ain't coming in our YouTube chat. Said, uh, I'm not sure they would have won with Chris Jones, maybe even with Travis Kelsey. I don't disagree with anything you just said. Oof. I don't because it's one guy. I do. It was He's the entire offense. And if, and, and okay, so l- let me take the tact you just gave me. Do you know who the leading rusher for the Kansas City Chiefs was last night? I'm going to guess it was Pacheco. Uh, you would be guessing wrong. Try again. Okay, was it Jarek McKinnon? Try again. He didn't even have a carry. Was it Clyde edwards Alaire? Try again. He was third. Was it Patrick Mahomes? Outside of Pat Mahomes, they rushed for 45 yards last night. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. And I told you, if you recall, I told you when you did this little switcheroo with Donovan Smith and and Orlando Brown and Jawan Taylor, that's not going to go the way you think it is. I could pull the tape on it if I said the biggest problem with what you just did, you can't run. You're one dimensional as all get out. Mm-hmm. Pacheco will be fine in blowouts against bad teams. What I saw last night was a team that made a concerted effort. Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes, and his little group of misfits here are going to beat me, and they couldn't do it. Where are you at after last night's 21-20 loss
1: on the opener to the Detroit Lions, Kansas City Chiefs, or is it uh, are they doomed? Or is it it all going to be just fine?
2: Now, I'm not saying they're doomed. I'm saying I am way less scared of Kansas City right now than I was
1: 24 hours ago. The Detroit Lions, on the other hand, what did last night say about them? We'll talk about that up next here in the Sportsocracy.
4: Did you know that Ingalls sells more organics than any other grocery store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag.
1: We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium
2: pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed,
1: presented by Monster Brewing.
2: Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White Haze, Peach Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Mean Green.
1: And number three at 6% ABV, Max
2: Protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer.
5: Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800 627 1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
0: the sportsocracy. That is some good clean family fun there.
4: eh,
1: It is the sportsocracy and last night Thursday night football surprisingly enough got these eyeballs for every single second of it. That was the most impressive thing to me. I thought for sure there would be a moment where I would check out at some point and it was thoroughly entertaining all the way to the finish. Detroit Lions 21-20 Twenty-one twenty over the Kansas City Chiefs in the opener. Everybody's focusing on Kansas City, or I feel like more of the focus is on what's wrong with Kansas City rather than how good is this Detroit Lions team.
2: So I will give the fate a complete. I've already said it in our YouTube chat. So uh, Notorious B.I.G. was the one that was the most vocal yesterday mm-hmm. about uh, Detroit was going to win this game. And he was trying to make a wager with me, but I did, saw a bird or something and got distracted. Right. So I'm going to pay for his entry into battle for the belt. Okay. Because I would have made the bet had I not gotten completely lost. Because I was super wrong about how last night would go. Now, mm-hmm. there are a handful of things I saw with with Detroit. As I stated, the defense was better than I thought. Didn't have Emmanuel Mosley. To me, that showed at times because there were open receivers for Kansas City. Yes. That's A. B, how long is it going to take before you figure out David Montgomery is not real good at football? <laughs> I, I don't know why this is like the hardest thing for NFL head coaches to figure out. <laughs> you took a running back in the top 15 and you ran David Montgomery 21 times. 21 carries, three and a half yards of carry, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And weird – that first round running back, yeah, you know, six. That's six yards of carry. Mm-hmm. He looked way faster, way more burst, way more electric, way more power too. Did you see some of the hits he, is, he was absorbing? He is incredibly good. Jameer Gibbs is one of those that I'm telling you we're gonna we're gonna regret that we made fun of them for trading up to get him. Jack Campbell, same way, because he looked real good last night too. Yes, he did. What does that all tie back to? Brad Holmes. When he got this job, we tried to tell you, this guy is really smart, and he is really good at this. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the timeline, when he left to go to Detroit, that's when all of a sudden the Rams stopped finding those fifth round to the Taylor rap, the guy that's really good that you got in the sixth round. Isn't it weird how that works? I was wrong on Detroit. They're better than I thought they were. Mm Mm-hmm. I will still take the Bears to win this division, but it's more because of the schedule and it is what I think of the line.
1: Yeah. Uh for 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 me right now, they're they're back even with the Chicago Bears. I mean, I guess if I had you at 9 and 7 and then you won a game I didn't expect you to, I got to put you up at the uh or 9 and 8. I got to put you up to 10 and 7. Uh <laughs> This is a good team. We've been saying that we're waiting for them to take the step forward. And I feel like slowly and, you know, step by step, they're proving that. They're proving their mettle in these games. Go back to last year, the end of the season. They had to keep the Green Bay Packers from making the playoffs. And they did so. I get that that wasn't a good team, but still, that was Detroit didn't have a chance. And they were facing a team that did. And then they stepped up in the moment and made the play to play spoiler, basically. Now you had... Bright lights, biggest show, you know, in the NFL season. It's the first game. You got the ring ceremony. Everybody's going to be watching because it's the first game.
2: And I don't feel like they shrunk for to the challenge. No, I feel like they – I feel like you hit on four draft picks. That was my biggest takeaway. This team is much deeper than I thought they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're not going to be fun to deal with. no. And they are going to continue to
1: chew kneecaps, as Dan Campbell said when he got there.
5: And that's what that David that's Montgomery's
1: the, all about. Like, I, David I Montgomery that the, is the, what is that? That's the slow drip Novocaine, right? I'm just going to keep pounding him. He doesn't have to go far. We just got to keep moving the ball.
2: And they did that last night. Yeah, it's, again, not. There's never a time that somebody averaging three and a half yards a carry is a good thing. You can spend that however you want to, that's still awful and that's that's my fear with dan campbell Mm -hmm. it's always been uh, one of those like low-key things that bothered me about him you have that jerry jones problem where you're too low you get something in your head and you're just stuck on it marvin jones he does not deserve to be in this league period yeah the fumble last night was not i don't don't even care about the fumble i just watched him off the line going i'm not sure i couldn't cover him at this point (laughs) there's no burst in him at all but that chew kneecaps thing, mm-hmm. that's what got me on this little tangent. I, I find that to be one of the dumber things I've ever heard somebody say. Because that's not how you play. You say, oh, we chew kneecaps. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. You were terrible running the ball largely last night. Except for the explosive little running back that gets to the outside. What you did last night was play really good defense in the back half. You got to the outside with Gibbs. And Amon Ross St. Brown is every bit the dog that we all know him to be mm-hmm. and as they continue as they go forward
1: it's only going to get better because that's what i'm curious of is is how
2: much room do you have to grow
1: do you think i mean do you think that they're that they're going to keep doing this that he's going to keep handing david montgomery the ball 20 times a game just to get three yards no this was
2: the introduction of of Jameer Gibbs. The snap count was was very odd to me. I mean he um, snapped Jameer Gibbs three to one, I think. And, and did I know he didn't touch it.
1: Yeah. Doesn't Jameer Gibbs have some kind of didn't he hurt somehow? And he, didn't, Not he just, to my didn't he pull
2: something in camp? I thought he did. I, I think he missed some time in camp, but it wasn't I mean he wasn't on the injury report in any way. There is no doubt
1: in my mind, in Dan Campbell's mind, in Brad Holmes's mind, hell in the the Ford family's minds you watching that game you can last night you can go jameer gibbs is the future of this franchise jameer gibbs and amonra saint brown are the the
2: the best tandem we've had since barry sanders and herman moore jameer gibbs did have an element last night of the first time he got the ball in his hands i was and i was high on him in the draft Mm -hmm. and even i was mystified at how he is thicker than i thought he was He runs angrier than I thought he did. And it was abundantly clear to me. That's playmaker. Mm -hmm. Laporta looked like a playmaker to me. Yes, he did.
1: I was getting ready to get there. (laughs) Mr. Never trust uh, rookie tight ends. Well, when he's the number two option on your team, he's going to get his. He's going to get targets. I'm not saying he's going to end up being, you know, thousand yard receiver like Kyle Pitts was his rookie year, but. That's a dude that when they get close, they're going to be looking his way. If the bowling ball in David Montgomery can't break through the line with, inside the five-yard line or you can't hit Jameer Gibbs on that little screen or, you know, Amondra St. Brown on the slant because I don't think anybody can guard against that in the NFL these days. <laughs> There's really not a way. <laughs> There's no You really can actually run that play every single yeah. play. I'm going to cut in front of this guy and then try to stop me when I get the ball in my hands. But, But, I I mean,
2: LaPorta's going to be a legit red zone target. The thing I walked away from last night really thinking about Detroit offensively is Ben Johnson's really good at this. Yes, he is. Because you said my thing about rookie tight ends. Well, you didn't finish the statement. Why do I always say that about rookie tight ends? I don't know. Why? I I mean, I've said it a hundred times. So you, All right, let's do it again. It's because you're asking them to be a receiver and an offensive lineman at the same time. Mm -hmm. How do you mitigate that? Don't ask him block. I can count on one hand the number of impact blocks he actually was asked to produce last night. Mm-hmm. That's pretty bright. That's pretty bright, especially with a kid that was pretty good blocker coming in. And just don't ask him to do that. Go be the second receiving threat because he is the second best receiver on that team, even though Josh Reynolds left them, led them in receiving yards, which is, you didn't mean to. You, you did not mean to do that. At some point,
1: these guys can catch, right? At some point, they're going to find a way to get open. Khalif Raymond and uh, you know the ancillary pieces, and that what that's what makes a team dangerous. Mm-hmm. And see, we thought that's what Kansas City had. We thought Kansas City had that Kadarius Tony. He can he can come up with some big plays for you now and then. Well, well you, you When just he's have to, expected
2: to do it now and then, sure. Well, you just have to throw it in the opening of his helmet and make it stick, because that's <laughs> the only way he's going to catch it. I don't know. Get him some stickum or something,
1: because last night was terrible.
2: Yeah, that's that's not legal. We we
1: we know. Thank uh, you for explaining that. Well, it, it,
2: <laughs> you
1: got at some point maybe you got to break the rules to make this. Like, Rick Flair made what thirteen
2: time uh, world champion dirtiest player in the game you do what you got to do i i just find it funny that i look at the at the 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 draft capital and the investment that the chiefs had in pass catchers last night Mm -hmm. and how many of them they had lions have half that but theirs were good and theirs were always in the right spot kansas city to me looked like they were trying to it's almost like you got too cute the Blake Bell thing is when I went, oh, no. Yeah, that they were doing it wrong. Well, when you try to sneak Blake Bell on a whatever that was, you have Pat freaking Mahomes. Give him the ball and let him do what he does.
1: I don't need you to be cute. And, and see, I think that's I think that's the majority of his game. The majority of Patrick Mahomes' game is quote-unquote cute.
2: Because- no, 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 you're missing what I'm saying. I'm talking about from a play-calling perspective. Andy Reid last night looked to me like Philadelphia Andy Reid, where he couldn't win big games because he got cute. When you bring in Blake Bell and try to run that, oh, we're going to direct snap it to the tight end, they'll never see this coming. Uh, Detroit saw it coming completely. Yeah, You know who should do that? Uh, bad teams. The Atlanta Falcons should run something like that. Well, look the at that. Kansas
1: City Chiefs should not. Well, look at that point. Uh, Andy Reid's trying to do anything he can because he can't believe that the guys can't catch either. you got to try to catch them off guard somehow. We know he's going to try to be sneaky about things. He's going to try some trick plays here and there. But when everything is thrown out of whack and you don't have any receivers, of course you're going to try something you ain't never tried before.
3: Yeah.
2: Just give the ball to Pat Mahomes and teach somebody to catch You're in the
1: sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. When we come back, we'll just a bit outside. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
5: I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times. And that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
2: Are you Beer City's best fantasy football player? Your chance to prove it is back. The Sportsocracy's Battle for the Belt is back for year two with two ways to win. Our standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge for the most hardcore of football fans. Play fantasy football with a every week of the NFL season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Register today at thesportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of Beer City's fantasy football champion.
0: Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just
1: a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. It is the sportsocracy, and last night's NFL opener had some uh, interesting moments. I mean, obviously, with the, the the dumbfounding nature of the uh, of the Kansas City receivers not being able to catch a ball was just baffling. Those weird shots—I think there were at least two of them during the show—of Chris Jones sitting up in the uh, in the you know in the luxury suite. Just,
2: did you notice he was going two phones? I did not. Yeah, you yeah, had two cell phones.
1: And and is is that normal? Are we doing I, that I now? Don't, do I people, don't know. Do people do the
2: double phone thing now? I did it when I had a, a, a business line. But now you can put all those together. To say, like, did that the, you don't have to have two.
1: I was going to say, did the Chiefs give him a burner phone? or I don't, I don't know. know
2: I no. just noticed it while he was sitting in the, uh, in the box. Does he have the burner phone so he could just post smack talk about him on the internet? Oh, no. Because no, nobody
1: his, ever gets found out for doing that. Oh, yeah. His Twitter burner was active last night. I feel <laughs> very sure. Uh, and then, of course, there was the first of, oh, just two joyous occasions this week where we have to put up with Chris freaking Collinsworth. It's every time what, that got opened. Did opens he hurt mouth, you somehow? He's terrible. He's awful. He's terrible. I can't stand his cadence, the way he talks. His voice just grinds my gears like Peter Griffin. I just hate the guy so much. And every time he speaks, I want to punch my TV screen. And then he says just asinine, ridiculous things because he doesn't know what else to say. See, Tom Brady's not here anymore, so he can't bring Tom Brady into every discussion. So at one point, he makes the statement in the opener of how that I think tonight is the night that America's really going to know just how good this Patrick Mahomes guy is. So you're trying to make the argument that Patrick Mahomes, the two-time MVP, the two-time Super Bowl champion, the what, uh, five-time AFC uh, championship game appearing quarterback of the Kansas city chiefs who haven't had fewer than 12 wins since he's been there. Now we're going to figure out that this guy's actually good. I just loved watching him get ripped apart on social media of all of my fellow anti Chris Collinsworth brethren coming to my aid going, why is this guy still on television? <sighs>
2: I felt good. He wasn't the only one. Mike Tirico got drugged last night for saying that the Lions win had an asterisk. Well, I mean, was he wrong? Yes, he was wrong. Yeah, I don't he think was a hundred percent wrong. I think ninety-nine percent of the public feels like it does. Uh, well, I, and I'm not going to say Twitter represents the public. Represents a part of the public. They would disagree with you vehemently. My the win story- is a win. Uh, I can only play who you trot out there. My story is about the future of the Pac-12. Oregon State and Washington State have filed a legal complaint against the other 10 members of the Pac-12, existing members, and Commissioner George Klyovkov seeking imminent or seeking emergency temporary restraining orders to protect against an imminent and existential threat. Do you know what what I just said means? No. They're trying to get every team that is still associated with Pac-12 to not have a vote, and they want the two of them to possess the name Pac-12 and be able to determine what happens with it moving forward. Oh, okay. This is the definition of, okay, well, well, grandma died, and she had a will, but we're going to fight over some candlesticks. Not even nice ones, like she bought them at Ikea. You're worried about the name Pac-12. To the point you're filing legal action. Mm -hmm. And here's my question. I kind of saw this coming, and I've kind of hinted at this a couple times. So, let's just say they go to the Mountain West and go, hey, look, we got the name Pac-12. And they bring all of them in. What's that media deal look like? Oh, it's... You get Oregon State, you get Washington State, and all of the Mountain West, and you rebrand rebranded the new pack whatever. I don't know. A smidge higher than what it would have been for the Mountain West. That's... I would
1: say that's about right. I mean, you give just a little bit more for the two big schools
2: and for the name, because it's still a name. At this point, Oregon State and Washington State, they, they feel like the, the middle-aged guy that's got long hair and wears leather pants Maybe a little eyeliner goes out to bars all the weekends. hits on girls that are way younger than him. You're just really clinging on to something. I'm not 100% sure what that is, but go home, Papa. It's it's <laughs> it, it, Your time has passed. I'm not sure your time was ever here, but it has certainly passed. He used to be a rock band bass player in
1: 1987. Still thinks he's got it. I think we know a couple of those guys.
2: It's also the same guy that says if it wasn't for my coach, I'd have have made it to the pros. (laughs) He just refused to play me, held me back. Or, or maybe you were awful.
1: All right, it is the sportsocracy, ESPN Asheville, ninety-two point nine FM, eight eighty AM, and fourteen hundred. Haven't said this yet today, so we feel like we need to give you another heads up. Today's the last day. That we're in this time slot.
2: It's also the last time you'll hear all of the imaging that that open. We hope you really enjoyed it because that's the last time you're going to hear it.
1: On Monday, we uh, launch at noon from now on, noon to three here on ESPN Asheville, ninety-two point nine FM, eight eighty AM, and fourteen hundred. Uh, we talked about the we talked about the Chiefs. We talked about the Lions. Um, oh. We forgot to do our beast of the night. You ready to do the beast? Oh, yeah. Let's do the beast. It's uh, It's time for the
0: beast of the night. Beast of the night. Brought to you by Monster Brewing. The beast unleashed. All right, so last night, who was the
2: beast for you, Jeremy Green? Uh, it was the original team of Jeremy's favorite draft little darlings, Almond Ross St. Brown. There you go. And not only because he was just an absolute dog six catches 71 yards and a touchdown also because he did a touchdown dance that immediately made nbc go nope <laughs> no we are not with this is this is family programming right. and we shan't show that i mean if it was the fourth quarter they probably would have stuck with it but
1: first quarter maybe there's too many kids still up
2: and i just love the that they the panned game. If you've ever been to an NFL game, when when that happens, they pan in, so you've got the little camera guy in the back of the end zone that's running to get there, and that poor guy got right there, and they cut his feed. Yep. Like, sorry, Dale. It, nope. Sorry, Amon If you are
1: going to be if you are going to be crude about it, we can't uh, we can't do that.
2: Well, um, last night he really affirmed my belief that he is a top ten receiver in this league. I think he has officially gotten to that point. He is that good. Okay. All right.
1: Um look, I it was it was hard for me to do this, but I'm I'm going to do it anyway. My beast of the night is just it's just the Detroit defense. Because I was really impressed with some of the things that I saw. Aiden Hutchinson getting pressure on the quarterback. Um CJ Gardner-Johnson playing with the fire of a thousand suns. Uh he was really jazzed up last night and ready to make a statement that this team is on the map jack campbell you mentioned him earlier in this hour played really well in his first you said game. a lot of
2: names here that uh, are not the one i would have thought you were going to say which one did you think uh, i was Aiden Hutchinson. I'd said that one. oh that was the first I, one i said you, then you, you you said too many names <laughs> you don't understand <laughs> the, the premise of said. this pick a name pick one beast not beasts beast <laughs> the beast it's beasties it's all the
1: beasties no because that on reminds the, uh, me of the
2: beastie boys which is the worst band in the history of time
1: on the uh the, the detroit lions last night i like i said i was impressed with the defense brian branch playing you know getting the uh interception return for a touchdown in his first game
3: there
2: uh, oh day.
1: so you're just uh, the whole defense the whole defense uh, that's
2: exactly what i said when yeah. i said my beast was the defense yeah all right we're gonna have to narrate. do that
1: thing where you listen
2: more yeah, well, you should not say eight names, and maybe I would remember them all. <laughs> beast. Singular. Single beast. I, I understood the assignment. Lion. I picked one.
1: Lion. That's single beast.
2: Oh, so the mascot now is your Got beast. Them all. Got them all. Going to have to really narrow that down for Monday. Beast.
1: Ah, uh, it is the sports. The guy that has
2: to make the reel at the end of the show is really looking forward to having to put the beast on 11 people thanks for that
1: it is the sportsocracy this is espn Asheville and joe burr he's getting paid uh, duh five years 275 million dollars 55 million a year on average 219.01 of it all guaranteed
2: nothing about this deal shocked me it really didn't me either uh, the value. I think we had the. I'm actually shocked it was so low. I, I mean, I wasn't. I thought it was going to be. I thought he'd be sixty million. I really did. I thought it was going to be three hundred million for five years, and then just multiply it by sixties from there. <laughs> uh, I was. I
1: was not shocked at all. The, I, I feel like fifty five was was the number. Nobody. That's the. That's now the the bar. Nobody else is getting that until i don't know until maybe joe burrow comes around again be hard for me to figure out that somebody's gonna get more than him he's now Trevor the, lawrence he's now the standard bearer you think trevor's gonna get more mm-hmm. i guess when keep was him the in last time
2: that you the next guy wasn't the highest paid i guess yeah i'm sure i'm sure trevor lawrence is gonna go to jacksonville and go i know i was the number one pick in the draft i know you were dog excrement before i got here but yes i'll take a discount you're not getting a discount no he's i think trevor will be the first one that's $60 million.
1: Oh god and i guess I, I guess i can see what you're saying there uh because jacksonville has to
2: overpay to keep guys in town and i so... don't think it's an overpay it's just where the market's going oh. every one of these guys is going to reset the market when you have one that good that's how it goes mm-hmm. but is trevor that good is yes. the question
1: yeah I don't is know he if I is he joe he burrow
2: yet. good no but he's close yeah yeah, and- guess what? Kyler Murray wasn't that good either. Lamar Jackson's not that good either. They all reset the market when they signed. Mm-hmm. That works. All right. Uh,
1: anyway, not surprised by any of the numbers. Maybe the I thought maybe they'd get him to agree to longer than a five-year deal, but it makes perfect sense for Joe to be able to go
2: in five-year stretches. I, I would say Pat's probably the only one that's going to do that. Yes, it's team-friendly. Yes, it helps. But you also have to realize how much money he's going to end up leaving on the table. I mean, just think about it. His his APV's at 45 million mm-hmm. and it rolls on forever. By the end of that deal, we're just gonna look at it and go, good Lord, that's the greatest that's the greatest value in the history of team sports. And how many championship rings did he get out of it? That's
1: gonna be the main question. If he gets three, four, five out of the length of that deal. And it's absolutely worth it. And he'll go down as, uh, you know, if he doesn't hold out and restructure and all those kind of things like we would expect somebody to do. If he takes the, dare I say, Tom Brady route and starts freeing up money for other guys or continues to free up money for other guys, that's the blueprint that you have to
2: follow. Oh, you would think so. If they'd use that money, he freed up to pay Chris Jones.
1: Mm-hmm. Or
2: a wide receiver, any wide receiver. All, not named Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Anyone that's not Kadarius Tony, I did laugh last night when, uh, I think it was Collinsworth said this, that it was, man, Kansas City's got a lot of receivers that they look exactly the same in route. Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, Rishi Rice. It's a lot of guys that they run similarly. They, they The way they run routes is similar. Mm-hmm. The things they can do are similar. The only difference is that Rishi Rice can actually catch. Kadarius Tony cannot
1: no he cannot um so joe burr gets uh, the extension signed he will be pr- he will be playing week one they've already come out and said that today i don't i don't know that we did we expect him not to play week one
2: no no oh he was playing I regardless of the contract I never thought that was a thing yeah injury might have kept him off the field but that doesn't seem to be a thing we got all the picks coming your way here in the sportsocracy jeremy's three sets of bangers at the end of every hour this was this was a grind of a week folks not a not a lot of dogs to be had but i found them Asheville police chief david zach joining us at the
1: top of the hour as we play our uh, first edition of beat the chief this year
2: jeremy coming off of his season win last year you're yeah. reigning, defending. I won the year before, too, and he convinced me to do something stupid. Should be the two-time. Two-time! No, sir. No, sir.
1: You lost fair and square. It was a tiebreaker. And you lost. Just accept it.
2: I lost an NFL contest to his stupid George Bulldogs. And I'm still very bitter about
1: it. Damn right. Uh, Everybody's got a championship now, so this year is the, uh, I guess it's the rubber match to decide who is the captain of the Beat the Chief. I wonder did he get did he get us a uh, badge? I don't know. And he asked for a badge, and now I want to see if know. we got a badge. I Brandon think should... Moore
2: was here yesterday, and he said something about a gift. And he said if he doesn't have one, you should uh, throw castration at him. And I I didn't think about what that meant until you just said that. Yeah, we need uh, we, we need that trophy.
1: Uh, we'll have to ask him about it at the top of the hour. Bangers are coming up next.
5: Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina.
4: At Ingles, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels, whether we're building new fields for t-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys, and we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings.
2: You know, if I'm picking favorites, it has to be a banger. That's why they're only bangers. We start tonight with Kansas at home against Illinois. Yeah, that same Illinois team that needed a last-second field goal to beat Toledo last week. The same Toledo from holy Toledo. This team sucks. Kansas. Kind of cover this easily. I don't care if Jalen Daniels is the starter or if it's Jason Bean. Frankly, the Wicked Witch of the West had a better shot in Kansas than Illinois does. Give me Rock Talk Jayhawk minus three. Utah's a seven and a half point favorite at Baylor. Uh, Baylor got throttled by Texas State, a team that combined had won less than 10 games in the last three years. They got shellacked last week. Sawyer Robertson's in at quarterback for Baylor. He was six of 12 last week. Against that same Texas state team. I don't think Utah's going to struggle here. So give me the Utes minus seven and a half. Next JMU six and a half point favorite at Virginia. Frankly, I'm struggling to figure out who I would pick Virginia to beat a janitorial staff. No, they probably got some size to them. A trade school? No, they're too strong. You know what? A cooking school. When Virginia plays a culinary college, you let me know. Until then, go JMU. Minus the six and a half. Colorado's a three-point favorite at home against Nebraska. Let me simplify this math for you. Colorado's not good defensively. Nebraska's not good offensively. However, on the opposite, Colorado's a Maserati offensively and Nebraska's a geo Metro defensively. Don't get fooled that they stopped Minnesota. That's not a good offense either. Colorado's going to roll in a game that a lot of people are seem to be getting wrong. And finally, Notre Dame's a seven and a half point favorite at NC state. Sam Hartman has completely transformed this Notre Dame team to the point. I actually think they're a contender to make it to the playoff. Conversely, NC State, in their last 11 games, they've covered two spreads. Kendall Jenner has a better percentage pick in NBA players than NC State does covering numbers. Give me the Fighting Irish. Take all those wagers to BetUs.com and use our promo code Sportsocracy to get a 125% deposit match on your initial investment
0: and wager football with us all season long. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets.
1: This is the Sportsocracy, and it is a... Football Friday! And we are live in the Ingles studio on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. And, of course, we are heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, and we can be seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat, get your picks in for the weekend. Speaking of picks, we got... um, you want to do a pick'em contest?
2: So the go- chat started talking about a pick'em contest and and you know, as Tank and I are so prone to do, we had an idea that now we're we're just gonna wrap it into one great big amorphous blob. If you're in the battle for the belt, we're gonna do a pick 'em contest. There'll be a winner for that too. Uh we just conspired this, so we don't know what the prize will be yet. Uh, but we'll come up with that sometime next week. We'll give everybody a win in, in Chiefs-Lions, except for me and Tank. No. Yeah. Because uh, we obviously lost very aggressively. Yes. Uh, and we'll run a pick'em contest. So, here's my thought. We had a lot of people say that, you know, Battle for the Belt this year was a little bit more expensive because we were trying to crank up the 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 deposit. So, I'm going to put a thing out on the website. It's five bucks to play Battle for the Belt every week of the season. That would make your donation more, but it would be easier than giving one lump sum at one time. Correct. So if you do any of those things, if you're in Battle of the Belt, we're going to have a pick contest, and we'll have a a winner at the end of the year. And maybe we'll give out shirts and things for everybody that beats uh, me or you or Dave or whoever wins this. Yeah. So we'll put all of our... We're conspiring this on the fly. So if anybody's got some... uh, 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 ideas on that feel free to throw them in the chat so this
1: way we put all of our picks into a system and it can track it that's uh, yes. brilliant i love that idea
2: uh espn you know we that is who we uh because then because because that might
1: alleviate some of my struggles trying to add these up at the end of the week because apparently simple math is not something that is a strong suit of mine well if you're watching
2: uh, if you're watching on the youtubes right now this is my pick sheet just for the week so that's just this week in college football and pros so apologies if i don't uh have a whole lot of sympathy for you having to add up 16 <laughs> nfl games <laughs>
1: uh so the pick'em contest uh we'll have all the details on that um sorted out and posted so you can see them what's that can
2: we put adam black on staff like i, I think he's because he keeps already? coming up with good ideas Said winner gets free entry into the battle for the belt next year. Yeah, that could certainly be part. That could as well. Uh, the battle for the belt uh, registration still
1: open. <laughs> We're still taking donations for Eblin Charities, Saint Nicholas Project proceeds from the battle for the belt. Both contests going to Eblin as it did last year. We got the standard contest plus the new Eliminator Challenge. The links to the contests are all in the description of the YouTube video. Also posted on the front page of the website, thesportsocracy.com. Battle for the belt, just uh, our way to try to give back to our local community and support a great organization like Eblin Charities and the St. Nicholas
2: Project. Uh, Those links are on. uh, They're in the description of the YouTube video. They're going up on the Facebook right now, which is at the Sportsocracy. It's it's not that hard to find us. Uh, One Nation Underground says
1: winner gets ESPN back on Spectrum. I can't help you with that. Just because the hat says ESPN, yeah, doesn't, doesn't mean they mean, listen to anything we say. Uh, uh-uh, they're not going. They're not going to listen to me. Uh, and I don't. I don't have spectrum, so I don't have to worry about that. And if uh, you don't want to have, have spectrum anymore, you can uh, get up with DC Streams. Just send us a note. We'll tell you exactly how. We'll hook you up with the guy who's got the hookup with the DC Streams. Every live game, every uh, every fight night. It's tomorrow night's a big fight night can't wait for that um what Are you oh okay you you raised your eyebrows like you nope. wanted to chime in there uh you can you can get it all with dc stream so hook a, hit us up and we will hook you up it is the sportsocracy here on espn Asheville and uh college football this week last week was fun uh how hard do we think Matt rule is going to get hit by the Dion hype train. Cause I think it's well, I mean, scattered, smothered and covered the Colorado Buffaloes are a special kind of team. And the more and more I, you know, review what happened last week and listen to this team, they're not going away anytime soon. And
2: there should be everybody in the conference scared of what they can do i'm still dumbfounded that colorado is right now getting more action in certain sports books than the entire nfl well, it might be because they're a two and a half point
1: uh favorite at home and to me that's ridiculous
2: that number should be at least a full touchdown well the problem is and i've i've said this before but the problem is that that Vegas turns like a cruise ship. So they don't change their mind on on things easily and they thought Colorado was awful. Mm-hmm. So now we're now we're here and I think Vegas is going to take an absolute bath on Colorado. You kind of get what you deserve. Oh, I gave that one in the first segment so I can be even even honester about this. I think they're going to beat them 55 to 6. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I'm going quite that far with it, but it is not going to be pretty for Matt Rule and the Cornhuskers. Is there a player for the Nebraska Cornhuskers that Travis Hunter doesn't look across the line of and just go, "I'm going to hurt your feelings"? <laughs> no, I don't believe there
1: is. All right, are we uh, are we ti- are we ready for that? We're re- is it about that time? Is it time for Jeremy Green to get his comeuppance after being the champ
0: last year?
2: but the law didn't win
1: the no, law didn't win no no the law
2: didn't win this the fat, time convict looking guy won that's me uh hang on a hold on we, we we haven't had an actual. Yeah, we haven't uh, had a guest we haven't had a guest in, a a guest in here up. and i'm pretty sure we took his microphone off the board so uh well, you're, you remember when we had that infarction uh last week oh yeah when, we people, missed the show, when, when uh, people took plugs and wanted to plug them in things they were supposed to be plugged we had into to
1: reset everything and it's oh. been a while so let's test that out uh chief zach can can we
6: hear you now what a pleasure yes. it is to be working with yes. these true radio professionals yes, indeed. Let's
3: there go. go.
2: there we go just on top of stuff we're ready to do this thing hey we're well he's a pro i'm an idiot and i can't speak for everybody that uses this studio but there's a lot of shenanigans that happens around here that i'm not a big fan of
1: uh yes it is time to play beat the chief with Asheville police chief david zach it is of course brought to you by clarissa hyatt zach of exp realty go to clarissa dot wnc.com you need to buy a home sell a home she's the one that can get it done for you her and her amazing team just seems like they just keep setting record after record uh for exp realty and so yeah
6: clarissa I, would buy, sells- I would buy a home from her
1: I'm sure you would. I, I'm sure you would. I think you did. No, two. He, <laughs> two. <laughs> two of them. Clarissa sells WNC dot com. Fully supported by Asheville Police Chief David Sag. 100%. All right. Uh let's get into it here. First uh first set of games on Sunday. One o'clock slate. Carolina Panthers will start with the home team. Carolina Panthers in Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are a three-point favorite.
2: Oh, I mean, I'm I'm your go ahead. You're reigning your champion. You got to start reigning defending champion. <laughs> so I, I mean, I'll start us off with a win. No big deal. uh You've got it. At, what, what's your line? Three. At? So you got it. At three. Atlanta minus three. uh that one for me is not all that hard. It's Atlanta minus three, and I'm not sure that game's actually going to be close. I have said this repeatedly. I don't think Carolina is going to start off particularly well. The line scares me, terrifies me, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And then you look at that front for for the Falcons with Eva KT and Clayus Campbell. All of the things that they have added, Bud Dupree. I just think it's going to be a long day. Then you add in that DJ Chark has already been ruled out. Adam Thielen may not play. If that's the case, play Jonathan Mingo in every lineup you have. Just a little aside. Uh, so I will take the Atlanta Falcons. All right, I,
1: I'm going to be right there with you. Uh, I don't think this is going to start particularly well for Carolina. Doesn't mean there can't be great, you know, great things that we can learn from, takeaways from the game of Bryce looking good and maybe the connection with some of the receivers is okay. But the fact that they that Atlanta beefed up the uh, defensive line. And Carolina has already struggled with their offensive line through camp i I don't I don't like them to get the win in this scenario but I do expect it'll be close but Atlanta wins by maybe four so I'm still taking Atlanta minus the three at home Chief
6: at least a touchdown at least a touchdown I think for the Falcons okay uh yeah Panthers aren't ready for prime time just yet you're talking about first NFL game for young playing on the road with a, with a spotty offensive line in the injuries up front. It's yeah. I, I think this can just be a long afternoon for Carolina. Unfortunately,
1: Uh second game on the slate here. Uh, I feel like this could be a sweep as well. Uh, the it's a big number. It's the Baltimore Ravens and the Houston Texans. Baltimore is a nine point favorite. I'll be glad to start out here. Uh, Baltimore minus a billion. Uh, Houston's terrible and Baltimore is, uh, a team that I feel like they're, they're going to be ready firing on all cylinders. They got to hit the ground running. Cause everybody in this division knows how tight it is.
2: You know that every year there is a team whose fan base makes me hate them. Last year it was the Chicago bears year before that. It was the, it was the Bengals one year. Then I wound up loving them. I don't think it's going to happen with Houston. No. I'm going to sit back and laugh at your sadness. Give me Baltimore. by a jillion. Chief Zach, are you with us?
6: I cannot argue anything that's just been said. I think this is really a big bounce back year for the Ravens, too, where they're going to contend again. And we could see them with a deep run into the playoffs this yes. year. Yeah. I see that.
2: I,
1: I And I could see that as well. Cincinnati and Cleveland.
2: I, this one... I believe there might be some disagreement afoot on this one, because I do not believe either of you kind gentlemen will be going with me. (laughs) Uh, Well, go ahead and plant your flag then. The Cleveland Browns! I am hammered on the revenge narrative for everything that Deshaun Watson's about to do. I did not believe in him coming into the league. Mm-hmm. He very quickly made me feel like I was wrong. And now there is this belief that what he was last year is what he will be forever and for always. Now he has weapons. Uh, you had Amari Cooper last year. You had Elijah Moore this year. Uh, you've got a couple guys that you drafted. And you've got David and Joku. Oh, yeah, by the way, you're on the ball really, really well. This is not a shot at Cincinnati. If this game was in Cincinnati, I'd be taking the the, the Bengals. It's not, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. I think Cleveland's better than everybody thinks, and we're going to walk away from this game and go, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah.
1: Even when the Browns weren't this good, when Baker Mayfield was on the field for the Cleveland Browns, the Bengals still struggled against the Browns, especially on the road. In fact, I don't know, have they won one there? And if they have, I think it's only one. I think maybe the end of the year they picked up the first time that Joe had beaten Cleveland in their own house. Despite that fact, this team is out to prove something. They didn't get there last year. They fell short of their goal. Now they've got the contract situation out of the way. I feel like they've removed any possible distraction, not that I really felt that that was a distraction anyway. Like, without getting the contract signed, was Joe Burrow going to be The malcontent, was he going to be the bad seed in the locker room because he didn't get his $275 million deal sewed up before week one? No, I didn't think that was going to happen either. I like the Browns. I just don't like them as much as I like the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think they're on a mission. I'll take them, minus the two, against the Cleveland Browns. I
6: am also on the Browns. Let's go! Uh, Haven't we seen, like in the last couple of years where Cincinnati's kind of stumbled out of the gate a little bit. We have.
2: Well, they had the game with Dallas last year, you know, that I remember thinking, "Uh Oh, the pumpkin uh, has turned or the carriage has turned back into a pumpkin.
6: Now that being said, they will be there at the end of the year, but I, I think we've seen them kind of stumble out of the gate a little bit. And I think this is just one of those weeks, uh, burrow and training camp. Yep. You know, I think there's some rust there. And uh, I can see uh, Cleveland keeping this close if not winning it out, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to okay. take the Browns. If,
2: right. if I remember correctly, when we did our, our season projections, I took Cleveland to win this game, and Cincinnati doesn't lose another one until November.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I'll be on Cincinnati. You
1: guys are taking Cleveland plus the two at home. This is the Sportsocracy ESPN Asheville. We're playing Beat the Chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach, brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt. Zach of EXP EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com.
2: Are you Beer City's best fantasy football player? Your chance to prove it is back. The Sportsocracy's battle for the belt is back for year two with two ways to win. Our standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge for the most hardcore of football fans. Play fantasy football with us every week of the NFL season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Register today at thesportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of Beer City's Fantasy Football Challenge champion.
5: I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa hyatt Zack with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times. And that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
1: Back on the Sportsocracy, ESPN, Asheville, we're playing beat the chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach as we do every Friday throughout the football season. We are picking all the games against the spread, and at the end of the year, we will crown the winner. Do we? Uh, we we, do we still don't have a trophy. We talked about uh, getting some kind of a trophy.
2: I'll, I'll have and to we... call uh, Robbie. Wright. I mean, <laughs> yeah. big orange tents open, so it's probably probably couldn't get done right now right cause you should all be going to the big orange tent at the Asheville mall and buying all your halloween costumes and if you tell them that we sent you maybe robbie will kindly just hand me a trophy and go here there you, you go, there you go. <laughs> uh the... maybe
6: we could do like the the, the, the mug there you know? i
2: do and yeah. en- i do enjoy the mug
6: have you have you shown your listeners that- uh it's actually oh, yeah. right behind my too?
2: head on the stream yeah i have to position my head appropriately and this computer monitor moves <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was. that's one of my prized
2: possessions which is why it's on my shelf oh, yeah. of my shelf of things I like the the bat <laughs> mug was a was, was
1: a great gift Um, yeah and I feel it like it was cool uh, wasn't it local company yeah I love it company. oh I didn't even realize it was yeah, a local company yeah that that's that a
6: local there. local outfit
1: nice
2: out in Fletcher right?
6: I I on the next show, we'll give them a plug. <laughs> sure. we
1: don't, Moore said it was Fletcher. He didn't tell me the name of the company. Yeah.
2: In but order
6: not to I give forget. out fake news,
1: yeah, I uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely bring that to you. But uh, yeah, something, super cool. something along those lines. I was thinking like a, you know, a badge or something with the with the show
6: logo on it or something. There'll, you you there'll, know, people. There'll be no badges. There'll be no badges. We don't need. No uh, somehow, badges. somehow. Somebody would be pulling people over with that. Oh, and, yeah. Well, and,
1: I mean, Jeremy would try that. I was about to
6: say, <laughs> I definitely would be the one. I feel like that
2: was directly from
1: me. Of course
6: it is. I said people, but I'm in person. <laughs>
2: hey, with great badge comes great authority. Yeah, that's, that's not and good. And I should have two of them at this point because... Ah, I'm still. I, I forgot. Still mad that he to lost you the tiebreaker on a stupid college tiebreaker in a pro pickup contest.
1: Uh well. Would you rather have uh, just uh, you know said, "Well, we tied." No, no, we don't uh, tie here. We don't tie. So
2: we had to settle it somewhere. We're men. We're grown men, and mostly. Mostly. Well, that's a good point. Mostly. Mostly.
1: Uh, easiest line of the week. The Jacksonville Jaguars are a five-point favorite against the horrid Indianapolis Colts. Chief, Jaguars. I'm gonna let you uh start yeah, that that was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: Thanks. That was easy. Jags.
1: <laughs> Didn't want you to have to go too far looking out on for that.
6: Looking forward to seeing Lawrence take that next step. It's starting to look like what everybody thought he was. So I think that's that's a good thing. And and now with, with better weapons um jacks are gonna be tough
2: yeah this could have been jacksonville minus 25
1: and i would
2: not have gone that i'm (laughs) really i'm really glad it's not that uh but there is a great possibility that my battle for the belt lineups will have a whole slew of calvin ridley yes and chief zach is joining us for that this year
6: i yeah i am i don't know if i took i may have I, i had ridley in and out of my lineup i kept was like a couple hundred dollars over and i kept having to make adjustments
2: that's when I always know I'm onto something. Is when I'm a couple hundred dollars over. Like, oh, okay, this is going to be good. I just have to figure out which, where is my landmine? Another five point spread as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to the
1: Minnesota Vikings, where Justin Jefferson has already scored.
2: I'll pass my opportunity to take this one first. <laughs> oh God!
1: Uh, apparently, I'll, I'll Jer- apparently, Jeremy's <laughs> going spicy on this one. <laughs>
6: Be that as it may. Uh I'll take I'll take the Vikings minus minus the five. Two Same story, too many weapons. And uh who's throwing the ball for Tampa?
1: Uh Baker maybe some guy.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
6: I just don't see No, no. Don't see a lot of points there, but uh
1: it's not gonna. It's not gonna be a, po- a lot of points on their side, and I don't know how the defense is gonna be able to stop the passing game of the Minnesota Vikings.
6: I got to be honest, dude. I wa- I did watch quarterback. Mm-hmm. I had a new, whole new appreciation for Kirk Cousins.
1: Thank you, thank you. Jer- it made did. the Jeremy hate him more because I, he's I not. Him to he's be not my- just you know doing blow in bathrooms somewhere. I didn't and say teenagers. Had,
2: I didn't say he should be doing crimes. I said don't do crimes. I just said I walked away from it and went goober he's a big goober and i like kirk cousins and i are not going to be friends but then again, I,
6: th- I think kirk is okay with that
2: oh no doubt yeah th- th- that's really <laughs> not lost real. he,
6: i thought he came off as a really good but i i didn't realize how physically tough he was yeah
2: oh he's tough and he gets
6: himself up. on the field and you know and prepares himself mm-hmm. uh, i was i was very impressed by that yes oh yeah uh, he's
2: tough as a three dollar steak i'll totally give him that you just
6: don't like him because he's a nice person because he's wholesome i I don't like him
2: he's just a he's a goober i deal with a goober every single day my goober (laughs) quotient is satiated (laughs) all right i get enough dad jokes and puns i i'm good I, i need friends that yell and are angry and
6: that's what you got me for
3: Exactly,
2: <laughs> but i
6: like kirk cousins i i liked him I, I thought he was a good guy well i think one of the
1: reasons you might like him is because you could see him as a good employee at one time because that's when i, when I saw him i was like you know this guy's got a hell of a future in law enforcement at some point i just i <laughs> just
6: was very i very impressed with him as a person Absolutely. and as a player right. I, I had a newfound respect for him yeah
1: High character guy,
6: high character, yeah. tough as nails. We tend to not like those Jeremy and I, but you know, every and ignores and then, the noise. Yeah,
1: everybody can talk smack about him all they want to. He doesn't yeah. care, and yeah. I think that's really what bothers Jeremy.
6: Yeah, and he's going to he, beat. He wants he's to gonna gonna beat the Bucks by more than
2: five. Yes, a hundred percent, he will. Uh, oh, so you're you're also taking Minnesota, of course. Okay. Did you have an ex- an explanation on that? I already explained it. Oh, you're just uh, taking Minnesota because Tampa Bay is so awful? Because they, they,
1: they can't stop the passing game. We talked oh, okay. about that before. Oh, okay.
2: Not so <laughs> fast, my friend. <laughs> Give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Fire them cannons. By golly, put more powder in those things. <laughs> if there's one thing that Todd Bowles can do, it's screw up a plan. And the plan for Tampa Bay is we want you to just be god-awful. Yeah, he's going to find a way to win games that he's not supposed to. To get you away from Caleb Williams. And this is the first one. Mm-hmm. That Tampa team is not bereft of talent. No. By the way, how bad is the Minnesota secondary? Everybody talks about how Justin Jefferson's going to carve up Minnesota mm-hmm. or carve up Tampa Bay, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Name me a starter for the Minnesota Vikings.
3: Any nope. one of them.
2: Nope. And case in point, the Vikings defense may be the worst defense in the NFL. Mm hmm and I think it's going to be on display. Mike Evans is a little angry. Chris Godwin gets his. You're going to see that one random good Baker Mayfield game, and then boom.
6: I think it we just... saw that last year, the one random game. Yes, yeah. that's he, what he does. We saw his... He's a king of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he's saying he already used his. He, he used that game. <laughs> oh, he used the in, good game. In, Yeah, in yeah. the 50-point performance for yeah, the I'm not Rams. using like
6: last season. I'm just using 365 days yeah, as my gauge. He gets 365 days. In
1: the fiscal year, he cannot be better <laughs> uh, than that again. It just can't be allowed. Uh, all right, Jeremy's going out on the limb there with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus the five on the road in Minnesota. The New Orleans Saints host the Tennessee Titans, and it is a three-point spread according to BetUS.com. New Orleans minus three at home against the Titans, and I think they cover that easily. Because I think you'll be able to stop the run. I don't really I really I don't really know what to expect, I guess, from Tennessee's passing game. How good is DeAndre Hopkins? How good is the chemistry between him and Ryan Tannehill? And I just think this team is not as good as some want to believe that it is. And they'll go to New Orleans and get dispatched easily. So New Orleans
2: minus the three for me. This was the harder one of the harder games of the week for me because the, what I always ask is who's at home, who has the quarterback advantage, who has the coach advantage. Quarterback is closer than you want it to be. It's new Orleans, but Ryan Tannehill is not, he's not Baker Mayfield bad coach is Tennessee by five miles. The fact it's in New Orleans. I, I just don't really know how Tennessee is going to go down there and be able to score. I'm also petrified of that offensive line of the Titans, so I'm with you. I'm taking New Orleans.
6: All right, Chief. I'm on New Orleans as well. Always tough at home.
2: Yes.
1: We are going to take a break here in the Sportsocracy. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. We'll continue down the one o'clock slate. Got two more, or yeah, two more one o'clock games to talk about before we get into the four o'clock slate of the afternoon. Next up, is it going to be Pittsburgh or San Francisco? Where are we going? Stick with us. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
0: The Sportsocracy. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Back at the
1: Sportsocracy inside the Engle studio on ESPN Asheville. And we're playing Beat the Chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach, who has, uh, he's. I mean, are you, let's go ahead and call it. Uh, you going to win this year? Is this, is this your year? Is this your bounce back year? I hope so. He's like, I hope. Well, so. we
6: all started off great. Yesterday, I'll pick oh, it the Chiefs. Wonderful. It was wonderful.
1: <laughs> Everybody starts with a loss. You can't ask for anything more. Yeah, we were all on the Chiefs yesterday. Um, but that did not come to fruition. We're all on the New Orleans Saints as well. And the next pick here in the uh, Beat the Chief, brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt, Zach of EXP Realty. Go to com. we got the Pittsburgh Steelers at home against the San Francisco 49ers in a 1 o'clock start. Pittsburgh Is a two and a half point dog at home to the Niners.
6: Chief, you want to start? Uh, Yeah, sure. I'll take this one. I like the Steelers here. I am not a believer in Brock Purdy. I am a believer in Kenny Pickett. And I like the Steelers at home. I think uh, the Brock Purdy hype is not uh,
1: worthy. It's not worthy. It's not worthy. Um, I have said many times, I think Brock Purdy's fine. He's not a good quarterback in this league. He can run this system aptly. They're going to make plays. They'll be able to win some games. But the games that you're going to win are going to gonna come against lesser coached teams. They're going to have to come again, against less lesser talented teams. And honestly, from top to bottom, I'm not sure that you win that battle with Pittsburgh. Plus, you're on the road. Plus, you got to play Mike Tomlin. I don't like any of this for San Francisco. I get uh, everybody's on the high after the Nick Bosa deal, but it has little impact. Steelers maybe.
6: got a few guys on, on the other game. side of the line. Yeah, too. exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. They'll be able to get pressure on Brock Purdy, make him uncomfortable, and they'll make a little, a, a couple of more plays than they do. It's going to be gross, but I
2: think they still win by a field goal at least. I will take Pittsburgh outright.
6: I just like the points at home too. Yeah,
2: plus two and a half, easy. I really thought I was going to get a, a freebie game here from at least one of you. I didn't, because no. I'm taking Pittsburgh, and to me, this is probably the easiest game of the week. Easier than Jacksonville minus five? Uh, it's more points, and you're on the road. I think the easiest one's coming up. Oh, does, does it have a, a green team and a, and a blue team?
6: no oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like maybe soon enough we'll get to that soon enough oh, oh yes maybe
1: it was oh, maybe yes. it was this one you're referring to the washington commanders host the arizona cardinals and that's a seven point spread ladies and gentlemen
6: is there a worse team than the cardinals no 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 no, no. and there you have it <laughs> exactly <laughs> there you have it.
1: every team in the nfl outside of the houston texans and the Indianapolis Colts should be at least a touchdown yeah. favorite against the they're Arizona bad. Cardinals. The Houston they Texans be should bad. be a
2: seven-point favorite against the Cardinals. Really? That's how bad they are.
6: Okay. No, they're bad. They want to be bad. They're going to be bad. Yep. And um, I, I think this was the easiest game of the week. Is-
2: Th- this is definitively one NFL team that is not even trying to hide it from you. We just traded for our starting quarterback 14 minutes ago. Sweet dobbs is the official starter i don't think i would seen that yes he is the starter but clayton toon could still get some reps when josh dobbs comes out and is awful Mm -hmm. i actually
6: picked up the commanders in some fantasy leagues too just just to play him in this d this week
1: that's the dfs cheat code this week isn't it disagree really i'll tell you for a defense I'll
2: tell you. Okay, all we're right. Not, we're not far away. Okay, have no fear. That team's coming up.
1: I just remember when I set my line up and I saw them at like twenty eight hundred
6: or something. They're like the that was that, that was I'm my yep, that it. was that was the first first <laughs> slot I I filled was that's defense.
1: It. That's that one because that game could easily be forty three to nothing, and I will not be surprised. Uh, that's the end of the one o'clock slate and the four o'clock slate. We got the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. Chicago looking for that. Uh, win over the Packers now that their daddy has gone. You know, Aaron has left town. So now maybe Chicago can get a win against the Packers. Uh, And and I think, frankly, they're the, I think they're the better team. I think they're the, uh, I think they're the tougher team, actually, talking about Chicago. Mm -hmm. And at home, I'll say you win that. It's only a one point spread. So, chicago minus one green bay plus one who is really who you think is going to win
2: uh well the the problem one of the problems i have for green bay is i, I don't know who you're supposed to throw to you got no christian watson romeo dubs is at according to a text i got a couple hours ago super questionable yeah i don't know what that means other than unlikely to play exactly which is I don't understand why you didn't just say that <laughs> so you're now you're gonna have Jaden Reed Malik Heath Samari Torre and Dontavian Tavian Wicks I like Wicks in his first I, game though yeah I mean and, and you got Jordan Love throwing to him I I just I don't think that's I, I don't think that's beating Chicago I'm no. taking Bears no absolutely Chicago. I'm with you
6: yeah I'm with you guys on the Bears all right nothing nothing more to add
2: Denver
1: Broncos hosts the Las Vegas Raiders in that four o'clock slate. And Denver is a three point favorite. Denver's terrible. This is good. I
6: thought this was the worst game of the week to
1: pick the hardest one. Yeah. Yeah, it is because Denver's horrible, but Las Vegas is horrible. horrible. (laughs) I'm going to put them in that category with Arizona and Indianapolis and Houston. That's where they live in my mind. And They will lose this game. Denver will win this game by a touchdown. It's not going to be pretty, but it's going to be enough to get it done because, hell, I feel like uh, a high school team could go out there with Sean Payton and be better coached
2: than Josh McDaniel could have a superstar team. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the definition of Uh, hyperbolt. I thought this was the hardest game to pick until that hook showed up because it was three for an extended period of time, then it swelled to three and a half, and then it became easier for me. I catch a field goal. I don't really care that it's in Denver. Mm-hmm. I actually think that hurts Denver, if I'm being really honest, because that fan base will turn on you quickly if this doesn't. If Russell Wilson comes out looks like he did in the preseason, that the, the Boo Birds will be out in week one. I agreed with everything you said. The Denver Broncos will win this game it was when you said the buy a touchdown mm-hmm. yeah that's where i don't agree they will win this game by field goal give me the las vegas Raiders. okay another three-point spread los <laughs> angeles chargers hold on you, you got to give the other person a chance oh, i to thought pick you it.
1: already picked my bad not I, even in the room yeah no. sorry just i forget about he, he's
2: in his own little world he's got to do high school football tonight so I mean, he's already had a sleepy time yeah <laughs> <laughs>
6: you getting Excuse up to a, that morning drive. show You're up too early. Oh, I know.
1: I know. It's, uh, it's, it's still taking some getting used to, uh, but uh, we're still in early season form here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who
6: who do you take? Las Vegas or Denver? I think you got to believe Peyton. If there's anything Wilson has left, Peyton can get it out of him. We're going to know in week one if, if that's the case or not. I tend to believe that might be the case. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Broncos here. Yeah. Minus three and a half. Yeah. Everybody. wish Jody was playing yes that would be nice
2: i also but think there's a possibility this game ends
6: three to nothing <laughs> so you're taking the under
2: there will be less scoring in this game than my friends in high school oh oh they were losers <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> at least when it came to that yeah. I mean, they're all good people uh-huh uh-huh it's yeah
6: just, too
3: late
2: yeah that's all right. None of them listen to the show. This is, this is real. <laughs> my friends are my are, are the people that listen to me on the radio.
6: <laughs> the
1: Miami Dolphins and the Los Angeles Chargers in a four o'clock game out on the West Coast. The Chargers at home. They are a three point favorite, and I believe I I I believe that's a mistake. I really do. I'll start out with Miami plus the three. I think in the end I like the Chargers better, but I don't know that I trust them more than Miami. If that makes any sense. It does. And I guess it's just that I've been burned by being on the Brandon Staley bandwagon. You, I've been the been, guy saying we're he's going to make the turn. He's a good coach. You, and you've he been hasn't hurt, it
2: yet. And, and you're not ready to love again.
1: I'm not ready to love again. But uh, Miami... I think they match up pretty well. I mean, with the 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 secondary for the Chargers against Miami's receivers, but it's the run game that's gonna
2: kill them. I love Raheem Mostert. I love Jalen Waddle. I love the Dolphins, and so I'm going to say no Chargers, no. Give me the Miami Dolphins.
6: <laughs> I'm gonna break. He from said you guys. Arnold
2: in the break. I, I had to get that in.
6: <laughs> oh, that was Arnold.
2: Uh, It's a very bad one. I don't do Um, an Arnold impression. Okay. I do Christopher Walken, Lou Holtz.
6: I look forward to both of those.
2: (laughs) The people listening to the show don't.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to break from you guys on this one. Uh, I I like the Chargers here. Last year, I mean, right, the Chargers were a lot of hype on them early on. But, again, they started the year without Williams, without Keenan Allen. Mm -hmm. A lot of injuries. And, you know, it it, it just – It all fell apart by week one. And now you've got everybody back. And they're starting the year. They've all. I love Herbert. And um, I I think they're going to put a beat down on the Dolphins, actually. I really really do. I really do because people aren't talking about them. And I don't think people, you know, again, the injuries last year, they Mm -hmm. were just devastated from week one. You're not seeing that this year. I think they come out of the gate and roll.
1: Can they? Can. Can Los Angeles take advantage of no Jalen Ramsey? I guess absolutely. that would be the the backbreaker.
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh, they can definitely do that. I just don't. I don't. You said you like the matchup. I hate this matchup for the for the Chargers. I don't believe in J.C. Jackson. I'm. Hmm. I, I don't think you're getting that back on track in one week. And okay. one of those receivers for Miami is going to annihilate you. And I think it's Jalen Waddle. Okay. All right. Uh, so anyhow, we are.
1: Jeremy and I both on Miami plus the three. Chief taking the Chargers minus the three. Philadelphia is at New England, and this shouldn't take long. Uh, the defending champions are of the NFC are four point favorites. Philadelphia, not close. Next, yeah, next
2: yep next everybody's That's on the stupidest line i've ever seen <laughs> i don't know why it's I, so bad. I, we, we have all of the game picks coming out tomorrow uh, and all the short form youtube instagram tiktok uh, that was about the only thing i said this is the drunkest line i have ever seen
6: let's all make a lot of money Let's every pool time, our resources.
2: In, in fairness, every time I say that, it goes
1: the wrong way. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's just remind everybody how this goes when we all agree on a game, which uh, means, <laughs> it doesn't go well for us most of the I, time. Which, by the way, I would be curious go, what our record is
6: on that. Uh, which, we, by the way, mean?
2: means we're going to go about three and twelve this week.
6: <laughs> each <laughs> we very
1: well could. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks and the LA Rams. I don't think this should take long either. This is a five point spread.
2: Yeah, you said it was easy to take Washington defensively. Yeah, uh, yeah. Seattle would like. a Word, because that's the easiest. If the Rams score points in this game, they should pop champagne bottles in the locker room. Because I'm not sure they get over the fifty without Cooper Cup. Because those, that receiving core is awful. Like that's Van a, Jefferson, on, Van Jefferson and Ben's, get out of here against Tariq Woolen. Tyler stop. Higby's going to tear him up. Just wait. Are you going to put your money where your mouth is and take
1: L.A.? Hell no. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Hell no. Seattle minus five, and it ain't close. We are all on Seattle? We are all, all on Seattle. On Seattle. Yeah, all right, Seattle. We got two games left. Sunday night football, Monday night football. We'll take a break when we come back. Oh, wait, we can't take a break. No, Let's, can't take a break. All right, all right. I was trying to space it out to give us a little bit more time, but I forgot we got bangers coming up at the end of the hour. So we got to... Get these in here. Sunday night football. We got the Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. And the Giants are a three point dog at home, which I mean, it's Dallas minus
2: three for me. Uh, I got a, a three and a half, but it's six one way, half dozen the other. Uh, I'm taking the Giants plus three and a half. Ooh. I think this is a field goal game. Dallas wins it at the horn. And this will be a low key shootout game.
6: All right, what's the line? Did
2: I've got it at three and a half. Uh, bet has it at three, but uh... the consensus line is Giants, three and a half. I've seen this at three in three days.
6: Giants minus three, because you said Gen- Cowboys plus three.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it's the the Cowboys are a three and a half point favorite. Yes. Okay. So three I and thought
6: half. so it's three
2: and a half. Three and
1: a half. So what is your pick?
6: I I this is the game that really. I've gone back and forth on. I, I don't know what Dallas is going to be this year, and but again, you know, you get that New York hype, which we'll talk about shortly. In another game, mm-hmm. and I'll take the Giants. Okay, I'll take the
1: Giants. All right, you guys taking? The I'm Giants. not comfortable. Plus the three and a half, it doesn't change.
2: The, the the hook does not change my mind. On the hook game. is what made that the game. Yeah. That and the Steeler game are the two heaviest ones I'm on this week. And
1: finally, Monday Night Football, the opener is the
2: New York Jets it's and
1: easy. the this Buffalo Bills. is the easiest Bills. game of the week.
6: This-
2: Come on, guys. Go at it. Uh, I mean, it, I I don't disagree. This is the easiest game of the week. Jets bringing back the old school '80s throwbacks on September 11th with Aaron Rodgers in MetLife. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Jets.
6: Rodgers is a 9/11 denier. He
2: he's a lunatic. But you know what else he is? you know what else he can do? Throw a football in a bucket from 60 yards. I watched him do it live three weeks ago.
6: Yeah, that Allen kid's pretty good too. He is good. so yeah. this. I, I, we talked about this not long ago, where the, this this hype on the Jets, and and I vastly improved team, but this whole just Aaron Rodgers coming over, and now their Super Bowl window is open, yet those same prognosticators are saying the Josh Allen window is closed. Yes. That's like the dumbest take that I've ever heard. Buffalo didn't do anything sexy in the offseason. Mm-hmm. They lost one player. Mm-hmm. Edmonds, their middle linebacker. Offensive line's been beefed up. James Cook is far superior to Singletary, and that receiving core got markedly better.
2: With Kincaid?
6: Now you throw in Kincaid, and I think you're. it's a make-or-break year for Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey's either going to be out of football, yep. or, or at least out of the NFL, or Buffalo's going to have one of the best offenses in the entire NFL this year. Mm-hmm. The The Jets do this. The New York media does it. They pump the Jets. Rodgers is – there's a reason Brady's the GOAT and lasted into his 40s, because he's Brady. Mm -hmm. Rodgers is not Brady. He has been in decline – well, he had an MVP year –
5: playing against bad teams. Against
6: bad teams. Yep. Okay, now he's going into the AFC East, different animal altogether – Buffalo will win this game.
1: All right. Buffalo wins for the Chiefs. So uh is it uh you're taking them minus the two and a half to cover the spread?
6: I'll take the minus fifty points.
1: Minus fifty
6: no, I'll take the minus fifty points. All right, my converse
1: of minus that, fifty. That's the new I, Jets I, plus seven. I, my converse
2: of that is I don't think that Bill's line is, is improved. I think the Jets defensive line is going to annihilate them and it leads to Os- Osiris Torrance actually going into the starting lineup two or three weeks from now, Yep, that's when they'll be able to run. He is starting. He is starting?
6: He is starting.
2: I don't know that I love that against – because he's going to have to defend Quentin Williams. Yeah, and you, remember the, and you remember in the pre-draft, I said, the thing that bothers me about him, he'll come in immediately and be a road grader. You get him against the Quinn Quentin Williams. I'm not sure that's not the name I said. All right. And it's going to be a long day. Y'all are taking your teams. Uh, if the Tank Spitzer kiss of death is
1: a thing – then congratulations to the Buffalo Bills because I'm taking the New York Jets No, plus no! the two and a half. you take the Bills.
2: You do it now. You leave my team alone. Uh, you going, have never picked the Jets right in the four years we've been doing this. That's the meanest thing you've ever done. I'm going underdog plus the two and a half
0: on I Monday
6: Night I appreciate you football. there, buddy. I You're appreciate welcome. you. That, I was for
2: picking, that was for picking his stupid team. I should have taken Minnesota and taken my loss just cursed my team. They're going to forget how to <laughs> if get I did, the stadium. If I now. just if I
1: just KOD'd, then I think I, I need a bat mug, too. You need to, you need to. but That's right. You're getting I a think, bat mug. But, but I think it should have your face on it. My Chiefs face? Say. Yeah, with nah. the Bill's logo. I think that would be uh, a great little piece to have right next to uh, Jeremy's bat mug on the shelf. Beat the Chief, <laughs> brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt, Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSalesWNC.com. Best of luck, guys. And uh, we'll see who comes out on top this is the sportsocracy on espn asheville coffees
0: for closers only get on the money Then when you get the money you get the power that watch costs more than your car Then when you get the power then you get the you
2: know it's a bad week in college football and really hard to wager when i'm picking over unders but that's exactly what i did this is great on green brought to you by english markets low prices love the savings smu oklahoma I don't have a good read on who wins this game. I think it's SMU because I don't believe in Oklahoma, no matter how many points they put on crying Butch Jones. But here's what I do know. Neither one of them are very good defensively, and over 68-and-a-half looks like the layup bet of the week because both of them can score and score at will. So give me over 68-and-a-half between SMU and Oklahoma. Next, Oklahoma State's a 3 and a point favorite at Arizona State. Wager, don't watch. These two are awful, but Oklahoma State, a little less awful than Arizona State, who very easily could have lost to a school that I have never heard of last week. Iowa is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at Iowa State. I feel like this is the most wagered rivalry in all of sports, uh, at least by the players. Matt Campbell is the most overrated coach in all of sports, and Iowa actually showed some life offensively last week. But the under in this Cy Hawk still applies under the number Iowa minus three and a half. But where are all the road dogs?
3: Oh, you didn't know?
2: Three-point dog at Georgia State. I'm just going to keep wagering UConn and using the free money until Vegas corrects this. They're good. Georgia State's not. And I, for the life of me, can't figure out how anybody put this number on this game and signed it off and said, yep, that's a solid day's work. And finally, the fighting Rich Rodriguez of Jacksonville State are a 14-and-a-half-point dog at Coastal Carolina. I understand Coastal played with UCLA and we saw it because it was the highlight game of that last slate. They don't score well. I don't know what Tim Beck did to this offense, but it's not good. And Jacksonville State can run the ball down your throat. 14 and a half is too much. It might land on 14. I'm not saying Jacksonville State's going to win, but they do cover. Give me the Gamecocks plus 14 and a half. For more, find us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy and as always, Love the savings with Ingles. Love the winnings with me. Mull it out.
0: He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingles Supermarkets. It's ESPN
1: Asheville 92.9 FM eight eighty AM and fourteen hundred. The sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, and we are seen everywhere on YouTube, even when we don't want to be seen on YouTube. Uh just go to the sportsocracy.com, click that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. Uh appreciate the warning on that. Jeez. Hey yeah, on. oh
2: yeah. Uh, tell Tank, hey, I hit the wrong button, so you're gonna be on screen weirder and he starts picking his nose like a (laughs) six-year-old
1: because it's what i do because i'm a big old goob that's why i like kurt
2: cousins (laughs) (laughs) please god somebody cut that i'm gonna make that my (laughs) ringtone
1: uh it is uh time for the daily draft here at the top of the third hour of the program week one of the nfl season this is a Football Friday. Yeah, we got a lot going on in college football as well. Daily draft on Fridays. We always tell you where we're going to go this weekend around the football world. I uh, just want to use this opportunity to remind everyone as well if you're just hopping into the cars here, maybe you're just maybe you're you're part of that crew that has tuned out during the off season because I mean, let's be honest. The NFL runs the show here. And maybe you're not into the draft or the mock drafts or all of the other stuff, but you're back for the picks. So we're moving to a new time on Monday. We will now be on 12 to three starting on Monday, every weekday afternoon on ESPN Asheville still live on the YouTubes. Go to the sportsocracy.com. Click the live video link, subscribe to the channel, join us in the chat, all those good things. Follow the links in the description of the video to get in on the battle for the belt this year. Anything else I got to get out of the way here before we start? Uh, the, uh... Yeah, I,
2: j- I just che- <laughs> so So, usually I'm stepping out every 30 minutes while we're doing the show. I just checked my phone. I have a slew of messages from people uh, about Battle for the Belt, how do I get in, all of those things. If you want to message me directly, feel free. You can get me on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can message the show. Uh, if it's, oh, you know, I don't have the money, literally shoot me a message. We want as many of you in for this as we can. Yes. We can figure out the money. I mean, we're doing it for kids, so obviously we want the donations, but we want as many of you in it as humanly possible. So don't let that be the reason you don't get in. Battle, battle for the belt this year. Two different contests. You got the standard
1: contest, the Eliminator Challenge, and all the links are on the front page of the website, thesportsocracy.com. They're also in the uh, description of every YouTube video. That we've done since the launch of the uh, of the contest. So the the rooms for this week are open. You can set your lineups and all of that, but you got to get in, and register now,
2: and uh, remember that it is for the kids. If you have not gotten the link, please send me a message because I do not have you registered in the contest. I have I've gone full Santa Claus and I've checked my list, checked it twice, checked it seven times. So if you have not gotten a, a link and you're expecting one, shoot me a message. Uh, if you just want in, shoot me a message, we'll, we'll, yep. we'll make it, we will make it happen.
1: Yep. And as, uh, as it did last year, the proceeds from the battle for the belt, going to Eblin charities,
2: St. Nicholas project and the weekly, if you want to pay weekly with the donation, that link is up in the YouTube chat right now. And will be up on the Facebook after the show. All right.
1: Daily draft is always, where are we going to go this weekend? for picking out the football games that we have to be at. Where do we start? I got the first pick in today's draft.
2: How do you have the first pick?
1: You had the first pick yesterday.
2: I didn't have the first pick. I you, did. you did. You took CeeDee Lamb and you immediately went, oh, I did this wrong. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I dog walked right. you. That's right. I, I mean, you can have it because you're not taking where I'm going first. And I'll happily take that back-to-back skis right there. Uh, sure, because uh, Texas, Alabama is the number one place to be this weekend. I I can't really give too much on that because that's one of my picks in the in the bangers to close out the show. <laughs> it was very high on my list. It wasn't number one, really. No, I don't necessarily know that this is going to go the way that a certain fan base wants it to because I don't really believe in that team.
3: But
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will not be cagey with my opinion on this game. Um, I think it's going to be close again, like it was last year. But last year's
2: why I don't think it will be close.
1: But I do believe that Alabama is going to get the better of the Texas Longhorns this weekend. Jeremy's got his official pick coming up at the end of the hour in your final set of bangers. Uh, All right. So, Jeremy, that said you said that wasn't your number one. What is more intriguing
2: than that? Uh, Oh, good God. Seeing the the beginning of of a curse-breaking season in Jet Life Stadium between nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills and your 2023 Super Bowl championship. That's the game of the week to me and I don't know that it's really all that close. Okay. That is that is going to be a that's going to be a spectacle. You got to understand Jet fans are different. And they haven't really had hope in a really long time. Mm -hmm. Now you bring in Aaron Rodgers, whether it goes well or not, that doesn't really matter to what I'm saying. The buzz around the Jets is unlike anything I have seen the entire time I have been a fan of this team. So you can call me a homer, you can call me what you want, that is going to be appointment television. That will do a number that I'll bet it will be the highest rated Monday night football game that ESPN's ever had. Oh wait, no, it won't, cause you know, spectrum. Sorry, I, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, You're forgot. cutting out a lot of people. Some of you are gonna have to watch a bootleg stream on YouTube. But hey, you know, hey, we try to do, we try to do what we can don't, do. Don't don't feel great about that.
1: Uh, Buffalo Bills, New York Jets, Monday Night Football. All right. I thought you were gonna go like Kooky Maduki about something, but I get that.
2: Okay. Your second selection. <sighs> I'm, trying, I'm debating which one I have to take here because there's one that I really want to take, but I don't think I have to. So I'm going to go uh, to a lovely stadium mm-hmm. that's probably going to be 60% fans of the opposing team. Uh, I'm going to SoFi Stadium to see the Miami Dolphins and the Los Angeles Chargers because I like offensive football. And those two are going to score a jillion points. I should also really specify... I hate this college slate with just an unabashed passion. <laughs> well, there aren't very
1: many great or good, even, college games this weekend.
2: I was about it's to say, I, I, don't normally, know where, I don't know where great is. Uh, I haven't located it yet. Well, I mean, Alabama, Texas. I feel no. like that'll be a great game. Yeah, at the end of the hour, I'll tell you why I don't think it will be.
1: <laughs> uh, I feel like there's another game in the college ranks that I'll uh, – I'll go ahead and take it here since uh, since it's my turn. Uh, it's Ole Miss and Tulane because that becomes the next. That's the next most competitive
2: game in my opinion on the college slate. That was one of the two that I thought I didn't have to take because I didn't think you would do it. Um, you tend to poo poo mid major college football.
1: Yeah, but I I only poo poo mid major college football when you're going against major teams i don't see old miss as that old miss can score a lot of points yes they can they scored what 73 on nickel state last week yeah but that's uh, congratulations nickel state. this uh, is a
2: whole different ballgame. of
1: course it is and tulane is one of those tough teams that can take a uh, i i want to say upper mid-tier college program like old miss and play with them I mean, not like toy with him, like a little kitty cat before he's gonna have his dinner. I mean, just they'll be able to hang with them and make this a tough contest to win for the Ole Miss Rebels. So I'm, I, I'm excited for a back and forth affair there. So that'll be my second selection, uh, and then, then I gotta go to. I'm, the I, I'm, NFL in, I'm
2: incredibly intrigued that you chose that one because that's a, uh, that's a good location. I enjoy New Orleans. Yeah, I've, I've never been there, and You've I really want to go. Orleans?
1: No. I really want to go to New Orleans. I don't know that you know Tulane University is necessarily on my on my visit. It's list. in the city, so it's,
2: <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I mean, you're you're it's not it's not right downtown from what I remember. I've never specifically gone to Tulane, but right. I I think I remember where it is. Uh, anytime you can go to New Orleans, I feel like you're going to have a good time. Uh, I'm still confounded how old how Tulane got Ole Miss to sign up for this. You're coming here? Even the home and home, I don't care. Right. The, the fact that you agreed to this is shocking. Well, was this one of those that
1: they agreed to seven years ago before Lane Kiffin got there? That and might they were, have been. And they weren't worth it.
2: You know, it was it like might ah, we might as well. Um That tends to be how scheduling in college football goes. Yep. But we agree to a deal and we'll play in twenty forty seven. Awesome. So I've taken two college
1: games, which could be an error in judgment here, but I gotta go pro with the next one and it's gonna be the NFC North or the AFC North battle between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. Cause That's that okay. was the hardest week of the that was the hardest game of the week to pick for me. Because I believe so much in Cincinnati, but I'm also a slave to to um history, right? When you have a winning streak or, you know, Joe Burr has only won one game in Cleveland in his career makes me think it go the other way
2: but I and one thing I know is this is going to be a great matchup. I I feel like that's one of the games of the week uh you're gonna get I believe you're gonna get more points than a lot of people think I believe a great deal in in Cleveland and Cincinnati is my AFC pick for the Super Bowl so I, I I cannot fault you for taking either one of those that one was not one of the ones on my list All right, the the one that you left me that I didn't feel like I had to take, I'm going to do a twin bill in in MetLife. I'm going to hang out in New York back-to-back nights. Okay. uh, Because I want to be there for Cowboys-Giants. The Giants, to me, are one of the most interesting teams in the NFL because I think they're incredibly talented. I think they're very well coached. But I have absolutely no idea what it is I'm getting ready to see out of them. I mean, they 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 pass every bit of the smell test to me because I like your coach. I don't love your quarterback, but Dayball seems to be getting the most out of him. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're getting a a whale of a litmus test in Week One. Yes, this is going to tell us a lot about where they are. I would agree with that. I mean, because the last time we saw them, they were getting absolutely dog walked by the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. If that happens again, cool. I can put you in your little box. We don't have to talk about it anymore. You're going to go 7-10. and 10. It's a talented roster, but you're not there yet. Well, what if it goes the way I think it's going to go? And they go right down to the wire with the Cowboys. Cowboys kick field goal and win it. Does that change the way you feel about the Giants? No, not necessarily. It does me. It does me because there's only two ways this can go, in my opinion. Okay. It's either really close or the Giants get smoked.
1: I don't feel like there's – I mean, there's a path, obviously, to that happening. But I don't feel like it's very likely that that will happen. Um, I just don't – I don't know. It's it's rare that you would see a well-coached team like New York come out and just get blindsided, especially by a team that I can't trust and a coach that I can't trust and a quarterback that I can't trust. Am I saying that I trust – I heard somebody on one of the rival networks earlier today say that they trusted Daniel Jones more than they trust Dak Prescott, and I thought that was just
2: ridiculous. Um, uh, that person's smoking crimes.
1: <laughs> I thought that was the most ridiculous thing I had heard today. Um, New York's a really good team, and I don't think they're going to get blown out. Is there a chance that they win that game? Yeah. I could see Dak Prescott, you know, pooing in the punch bowl.
2: Mike McCarthy gets too conservative down the stretch. That's the other element of it to me. You try to run is, the ball too much is can Dallas live up to the, the preseason aspirations that I have for them. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to learn a lot in this game. I don't think the defense will struggle
1: much from, from Dallas. So I'm not going to highlight that to me. It's all on the offense and how that, how that goes and how uh wank Martindale comes up with the terror package uh, <laughs> for, for defending the uh dallas receivers i it's a great pick by you that's um I, I guess i hadn't really let it sink into my head that they're doing back-to-back mm-hmm. games primetime games at met life
2: oh yeah that's, we that's get to, really cool we, we get to see that thing that their social media teams love doing of showing the transformation of the stadium especially now because they have to paint the the center field because they don't At midfield now, both the team logos will be there, right? Instead of the NFL logo, which has been there forever. Don't you just have it like a giant piece of carpet
1: that you could just roll out there? Is it like the parquet floor on the basketball that you could just replace that part of the floor? That's not how that works. (laughs) It is the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, ninety-two point nine FM, eight eighty AM, and fourteen hundred. I hope you get to take a uh, trip this weekend. Get to actually go see some football being played. Um, I'm going to take a trip. to my couch Yeah, that would be tomorrow our buddy Derek who uh, scored our Tar Heel tickets this weekend uh, he's going to be making the trip to Chapel Hill thanks to ESPN Asheville Uh, we'll have Tar Heel football on ESPN
2: Asheville tomorrow evening against Appalachian State he was a very nice guy you missed him earlier oh did he come by he did he was Uh, a very very nice guy I always love when listeners of the show come by Anytime they ca- – because invariably, somehow, anytime we give anything away, nobody was instructed as to where it is or how it goes out. So, invariably, they come to me and they're like, do you know where it is? No, I don't, no. but I would love to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> and then I commandeer Brandy's desk for the better part of 20 minutes to have a conversation with someone. Nice. Uh, it is ESPN Asheville where we're going to go this weekend in
1: football.
4: Four picks left after the break. Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance.
3: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty
1: and
4: justice for all.
1: Welcome back into the Sports Accuracy on ESPN Asheville for the final time in the three to six time slot. Oh,
2: memories like the corners of my mind. When you
1: hear us again on Monday here in the Engel Studio, we will be coming to you at noon. Misty watercolor memories. Noon to three weekdays here on ESPN Asheville following today, which is uh, you know I realize that it's going to be a different shakeup for some of you. It'll be a different shake-up for us as well. Yes, it benefits uh, me by being able to get out of here earlier in the evenings. It allows us the opportunity to post
2: more on social media in the evenings as well. Uh, and It makes the show much more accessible. Yes. Uh, I've had a bunch of people say, well, it's my drive home. Well, trust me, you'll be able to get it on the iHeartRadio app. You'll be able to get it on YouTube. You'll have it on Spotify. You'll have it on all of the things, and it will be up quicker yes so as opposed to listening to it the next morning you can listen to it while it's still relevant
1: uh indeed you can so monday starts the uh noon to three sportsocracy here on espn asheville uh same great show
3: just a well,
1: new, be some new, new there'll be some new elements same great station uh just New, better time slot. Uh, (laughs) We are in the midst of the Daily Draft here. Where are we going to go this weekend around the football world? Uh, I took Texas, Alabama first because I thought that was the no-brainer of the weekend. Uh, And then Jeremy quickly reminded me, oh, wait, we've got uh, Super Bowl contenders battling it out on Monday Night Football on September 11th. It's going to be a spectacular there at um, MetLife Stadium for Monday Night Football Uh, Then you went Miami and the Los Angeles Chargers at SoFi. I came back with Mississippi and Tulane. It's the only other top 25 matchup we got in college football this week. Uh, And then the Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. Your final selection, uh, Jeremy, was Dallas at the New York Giants on the night before at MetLife Stadium uh, on Sunday Night Football. Your fourth selection of the week. Where are you going now? I
2: i am going to Acrisure Stadium, which will always be Heinz Field to me, uh-huh. to see the San Francisco 49ers and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have a really funny feeling that this is not going to go well for San Francisco at all. You remember last year when Pittsburgh and, and Cincinnati, it's week one, and, oh, Cincinnati's great, and Pittsburgh's awful, and Pittsburgh came out and punched them right in the jejunum. Yep. That's going to be a Tonka toy, I believe, compared to what they're about to do to whittle block putty. Mm. And I cannot wait for the gnashing of teeth on Monday and me to just sit in this chair and go, <laughs> I tried to tell you. You didn't want to listen, but I tried to tell you. So you're going bloodletting. Uh I won't be shocked if the San Francisco 49ers final point total uh is less than the number on my wrist. That's 13 if you've never met me folks. That's 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 a bit. That's a bit. All right. Um I think that Pittsburgh defense is phenomenal. And now with the hype and what you saw in the preseason and the offense scored every time the the first team offense was out there, it's going to be lively. That's to me that is a that is a horrible break in the schedule for San Francisco. Because, look, Brock Purdy doesn't have a lot of a, a lot of starting experience under his belt. And the last time he played, he got hurt. There's a little gunshot of that, especially with a guy that hadn't played that many snaps. Mm-hmm. And I, I am really interested to see – and if I'm wrong, I'll admit it. If San Francisco comes out and punches him in the mouth, I don't see a p- prayer of that happening. But right. It's a very interesting game to me.
1: Okay. Uh I also feel like there's a very interesting game in the uh four o'clock slate of the NFL on Sunday, and it is at uh Soldier Field. Look, I don't know we don't really like Green Bay. Uh we we may not like Jordan Love. We may not like the fact that Christian Watson's not gonna be playing in the game and Romeo Dubs is highly questionable. But this is never an easy game, right? I know we haven't seen it without Aaron Rodgers, but this is. But sh- I, I don't know. I just feel like there might be too many people considering that the Chicago Bears have taken too much of a giant leap from being the worst team in the league last year to now being potentially a division winner. I think we might be thinking that they're going to come in and dominate teams right away, and that I don't see that happening. That Green Bay defense is going to be enough to give a lot of problems to Justin Fields. He's still not good at throwing the football. We know this. I'm excited to see what DJ Moore looks like in this. I think Chicago will get the win, but it is going to be a down-to-the-wire, last play kind of a thing. So I'll take Chicago and Green Bay as my penultimate pick. And then, and then for the last one I'm going to go college ranks. And this may make you laugh Jeremy, but oh, I'm I'm going to go I'm going to go to Miami. Miami and Texas A&M. Cuz there's two teams that are kind of on the on the cusp. We think they should be good. We're told that they should be good. We're told that they have good coaches. But what we've seen, at least in the first year of Mario Cristobal at Miami, and what we've seen from Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M, is that these are two teams that should be good, but may not necessarily be. Which means they should be a perfect matchup for each other.
2: That game is interesting to me to watch. I'm not really fond of that stadium. Uh, I'm also not really fond of Jimbo Fisher. (laughs) <laughs> that could also be just a gnarly game. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility that neither one of those teams are good. I think one of them is. But we'll talk about that momentarily. All right, final selection. Where are you going this weekend? Oh Well, I'm out of NFL games to take. I, I physically can't take another pro game. I Trust me, I tried. Uh, so... I'm going to go to the game that I knew you weren't going to take. And I would have taken it earlier. Okay. It's Nebraska, Colorado. Mm. That place is going to be bananas. And I don't think the game will be any good at all. I'm still dumbfounded that that number keeps going down. We're all the way down to Colorado minus two and a half. I, who is betting Nebraska? And for the <laughs> love of God, Why?
1: I can't figure it out myself.
2: I don't know. The only way that they cover that number is if I am somehow on polar opposite sides of Colorado wrong two weeks in a row. I just don't know how you're going to contain them. Mm Mm-hmm. Stephen said he's amazed that game lasted that long. Well, see, that's the beauty of working with the man every day. I knew we could have done this for 20 rounds. He would never have taken it. No, because I'm not at all interested
1: uh, in, okay, so you're going to have a great crowd out there, and you're going to bring old uh, Bucky or whatever his name is, the big buffalo, you're going to run him out onto the field. What's his name? What is his name? Oh, I thought you were going to tell me. I I thought I, you, thought I, I thought knew it, and it. then I second-guessed it. <laughs> uh, whatever his name is, you're going to run him out onto the field, and it's going to be great to see Dion in his hat. Ralphie. But, I was Ralphie. Right. Ralphie. There you go. But then about, oh, I'll give it 37 seconds into the game, we're all going to go, oh, Matt Rule's still terrible. And Dion and his guys have just – I mean, I don't, it's like they've got angels at their backs. Like I never expected that they were going to come out and do what they did to TCU last week and be able to just put up 45 points, come back and win the game. All of that, the things that Shadour was able to do and Travis Hunter was able to do. You just don't see that. And I get that it's going to be, it's going to
2: draw eyeballs, but this game's not going to be close. Uh, Josh in our YouTube comments said the the fact that Sharps have said this line move too much in a week, uh, it's insane. I, I agree. I feel like, and I'm glad he said that because I've wanted to say this all week long. A lot of people that have been doing this as long as I have, you're you're a little late to the party when things change. The transfer portal has made the first two weeks betting college football Borderline impossible, Tank. You and I have been doing this show together daily for three and a half years. Do you know what my winning percentage in college football is since we started this? Is what's that? Fifty six point seven percent. Okay. Now a lot of people say, "Well, that's not that good." You can make a profis- professional living off this at fifty three. The best players in the world are roughly where I have been the last three years. Mm-hmm. It has been practically impossible because there's so much discrepancy in the teams. I have no idea how a, a, a team like Colorado that has nine guys returning, I don't know what that's going to look like. I can look at every individual player and say this is how you fit. I don't know how you fit together. So forever, especially in college football, we've had this this narrative that a line can't move that much because it's in large part it's the same team year over year unless the coach changes, uh, unless X, Y, and Z. Well, now you have all of those things at one time, and it makes it impossible to handicap. Mm-hmm. That's where you're at with Colorado. We were wrong. And as I as I say, with, with Vegas, it turns like a cruise ship. Yep.
1: Uh, Steven Tao, in the YouTube comments, he said that he was surprised because I'm a sucker for a story. And you're absolutely right, right about that, Steven. Um, but only when you're going to be in a competitive game. Uh, and, I, and and I
2: feel like Colorado is just going to dust the cornholers. Uh, Tank loves a Hallmark movie. He that that's his happy place is to go home, sit in his chair, and have a good cry. But I underst I've understood the whole time he's just not overly interested in the Colorado thing. I mean, if they go three and zero and they go to play Oregon and then they go to play USC, then he might be on board. I'm not even sure then because I think you believe Oregon and USC will boat race Colorado. I don't know about boat
1: racing. I don't think. I think that's out of the cards. I think. I don't think anybody's going to boat race them. I
2: don't. Just for you don't. No. You think USC will beat the tar out of them? I had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day that is an uh, that is a handicapper in Vegas, and he said, right now, you could honestly tell me that we set that over under at a hundred, and I'm still not sure I wouldn't bet the over, <laughs> because yes, Colorado can score. That defense is not good. Mm-hmm. A lot of what you ran into last week with TCU was eh, you missed a lot of opportunities and Travis Hunter was doing a good job of shutting down your first read and Chandler Morris wasn't doing a good job of getting through the progressions. I don't think Jeff Sims can do that either. So this is a weird anomaly game to me. And it would be my luck that Nebraska comes out and finds some way to keep this 20 to 17. Yeah. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM,
1: 880 AM and 1400. We'll be
4: right back. At Ingles, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for T-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings.
1: uh we'll get there eventually it is the sportsocracy this is espn asheville and it's time for the most important message of the day jeremy green don't do crimes (laughs) don't do crimes don't forget where the buttons are don't forget that your mic's on i mean just struggling I, i yeah, Sometimes, damn it's the only thing you can say about I, how the I, day's going. I, and, uh, <laughs> I heard
2: it through my head. Yeah. Like, nope, that's nope. not yep. that's yep. not yep. supposed to do that. Yep, yep. Uh, it's a it, professional it, operation around here, folks.
1: <laughs> it is indeed. Uh, we're coming down to the uh, final moments of the show here in the three to six time slot. Uh, gonna be on on Monday when we return. We'll be on from twelve to three. We'll still have all the favorite segments of the day, like the. The, the weird news and yeah of course, if tank
2: doesn't if doesn't find a way to get <laughs> at least himself fired nah
1: it's fine it's fine names on the door nobody cares uh <laughs> what is uh what, what is your big breaking news
2: story of the day uh, my breaking. oh uh, my it's not really breaking, oh, breaking news? news can i hit the can no hit the button, no please no please because it's not breaking news okay, it's fine. it's crimes all right my story is from arizona somebody Goodyear in the Goodyear area of Phoenix. They took a donation to Goodwill. Had clothes, other assorted knickknacks, and when the people at Goodwill started searching through the donation, they found something strange in the bottom of a box. It was a human skull, and it still had teeth and a fake eye. Ooh. Attached. It's it's really weird. Look at, it's on my screen. It's kind of mortifying me, to be honest with you. Mm. Uh, the only thing is that there was no sign of any kind of crime with the skull so they sent it off to a forensic lab to have it investigated turns out it's an antique skull of some kind and they believe it was a decoration i don't know for what you're gonna say halloween and i know that if you're decorating this intricately for halloween do not invite me to your parties because that's actually a that's a person's whole head And I don't, I don't need that. So, so it freaks you out knowing that it's real human. human Yeah. It's the teeth. I need to, it needs to not have teeth. All right. That's just, uh, wouldn't it look weirder if you just yanked all the teeth out of it? uh, Not for me. I, it's
1: it's weird. I I would think a skull without teeth would look weirder than one with teeth. But yeah it might i mean, the, I gla- mean the,
2: the, the one fake eye is really not doing much for me either i was gonna say the glass eye is a great touch yeah that's it's I, yeah, okay that's that's gotta go away that's i don't like looking at that <laughs> i need i need bunnies or rainbows or something to get my get my chi back where it's supposed to be mm-hmm. uh found this one so uh so i guess
1: justice has been served on a uh on a grizzly bear montana fish and wildlife has confirmed that a grizzly bear euthanized on Saturday, September the 2nd, was the same bear that killed a 48-year-old woman of Kansas in July. Early Saturday morning, FWP wardens received a report from a West Yellowstone homeowner that a grizzly bear with a cub broke into their house through a window while they were home and grabbed a container of dog food Well, they captured the bear later. They captured the cub. And then, of course, what happened with the adult? If somebody captures the cub, what's the response of the bear, the adult bear, going to be? Not very kind. There's a reason that that whole mama bear saying exists. Well, they ended up killing the adult bear because she got angry that they had taken her cub. Um... But then it turns out this was the uh, this was the same bear that was linked to a murder. So I guess the uh, <laughs> I, I guess the stealing of the dog food that would have been a cruel punishment had that been the only crime committed by the bear. But I mean, I guess if you can say that it was attached to a killing, then that makes us all feel better, right? Even as a bear, don't do crimes. It is the Sportsocracy, and this is a football Friday. Go ahead, Jeremy. Football Friday. Uh, Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it like that. It hurts my throat to do. Got a very gravelly voice. Yeah. Can't do it. Uh, Any more more college games on the slate that that stick out to you? I mean, Appalachian State and North Carolina. Is there any way that game could be as entertaining as it was last year? Oh, Lord, no. No.
2: That's a (laughs) bloodletting.
1: That's how I feel. Uh, after the defensive performance that they put up yesterday, uh, last week against South Carolina, I don't see how Appalachian State is going to be able to put up much of a fight
2: against the Star Hill team, but we shall see. No, for me, the slate pretty well goes uh, Notre Dame-NC State at noon uh, with Colorado and Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I'll be bouncing back and forth between those two. I do find the NC State game to be, I will say, interesting because i was in no way impressed by nc state in that first game with yukon but i like yukon better than most do so i envision sam hartman and notre dame come out and just walk them and when i say that i mean two scores it's never really in doubt comfortable but if state makes a game of that i may have to reassess what notre dame is because the first two teams they played are completely irrelevant mm-hmm Army and and or Navy, excuse me, and and uh, Tennessee State are not really doing anything for me. No, I want to see you do what you did to those two to NC State, mm-hmm. and that's the point where I'll go. Yep, that's a national that's a national contender with a shot at Ohio State and USC, who are both flawed contenders, mm-hmm. at least as far as we've seen. Yes, a- and that's intriguing to me. We've already talked about Nebraska, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Then you get. Ole Miss, Tulane, Texas A&M, Miami in that 3.30 window, which is a good just bounce back and forth, maybe have a little nap in there. 3.30 is feeling like prime nap season for this weekend in college
1: football. But you'll miss the kickoff of the fight in Mike Houston's if you do
2: that. Ah, uh, I, I I will, and that's fine. <laughs> He's like, I'm good with that. I, I mean, I have DC Stream, so I will certainly watch it because I support my guy Mike as, mm-hmm. as often as I can. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to – there's a good chance that
1: they're going to win that game. Yep. Uh, 4-15 here on ESPN Asheville. The coverage will start for uh, North Carolina and Appalachian State with the uh, kickoff scheduled for 5-15. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot we're going to learn about any of these teams outside of Texas and Alabama. Maybe Notre Dame, as you said, against NC State. Everybody's just – I mean, this is –
2: this is Cupcake Week. Oklahoma is the team I think you'll be able to learn a little bit about
1: against SMU. Yes, because Just how SMU's, good are
2: they? SMU or Oklahoma? SMU. They're talented enough to be a real fly in your ointment. They can score really easily. If Oklahoma and now look, I'm not saying they're going to beat them 73 to nothing. Mm-hmm. If Oklahoma is able to score like that and prevent SMU from scoring, that's when I'll start going. Okay, maybe there's something to Brent Venables. Maybe there's something to the 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 fact that defense is better. Arkansas State didn't mean squat to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I just watched eight, Oregon hang 81 on somebody, and I don't buy them in the least. So that's the kind of the go between to the night slate, and then you get Texas Alabama, yeah, which is that's that's everything you, at least for you, it's everything you could want. I don't know how great of a game it's going to be, but uh, it's definitely everything
1: that 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 I could want. Um. I'm also intrigued by the uh, the the Wisconsin Washington State game, just because that's a that's a couple of Power Five schools going at it, and I actually have high hopes for for Wisconsin. I think this dual running back thing that they've got going with Ches Malusi and uh, Braylon Allen are I, they're going to be able to do a lot with that with Phil Longo and and Luke Fickle calling the plays there, so uh that'll be an interesting one as well but uh you know your team you got southern miss it's not Woo! not great um, that's
2: gonna go that's gonna be a whole lot to
1: very little my team's got ball state and i can't wait for us to not take that game seriously and make it look a little uncomfortable and then jeremy to go hey, what do you think about that uh, yeah still don't care still don't care uh <laughs> the nfl slate we've given you
2: all of our picks uh for the games did we uh i asked for police chief david zach on his way out did feel the urge to tell me that uh yeah we're we're no, nothing's changing there we're we're picking games even with the time slot switch oh he yeah. will still be live it will not be recorded in any way and and that 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 just that makes me happy i do love it when you ask so is that going to be a problem
1: uh for you to come up here earlier and he kind of gives you that look like names on the door yeah i'm, I'm the for boss Say that.
3: <laughs>
2: i'm the boss the uh, day he looks at tank and goes names on the door i'd do what i want right unless city council calls me into a closed door
1: meeting for an emergency i feel like i can be there uh so it's good to know that uh we've got that going just so excited about the first week of actual nfl football we've got all of the fantasy lineups to set up and if you've got last minute fantasy questions your place to be is with us on Sunday mornings.
2: Uh, looking forward to having armchair back in the fold on Sunday for our live fantasy football show. Just you know, you wake up, you make a little coffee, maybe some little eggs, some sausage, and you you tune into your two favorite formerly fat idiots sitting at a bar that's not even open yet. Let's go. And then it will be open, and and then um, uh, consumption season is upon us join us every sunday of the football season at the village
1: porch football home of the sportsocracy 51 north merriman avenue up in the reynolds village uh mixed use development that's up there near the uh, ymca in north Asheville. 51 north merriman avenue the village porch you're gonna love the food you're gonna love the atmosphere and you
2: may not want to leave uh, I will be there all day. I know Tank will uh, will be there as long as he can hang out because, you know, he's got to do a, a political talk show. I don't know what time you get here, <laughs> and I don't want to know. Four.
1: I get here at four every uh, day.
2: Like in the parking like lot? Like in the four?
1: parking lot. I'm pulling up at four o'clock. But the show starts till six. Yeah, I got stuff to do,
2: man. Pre-production, try to wake up, for one. That's a really... That's a really formal Tank Spencer way of saying watch TikTok videos and poop. That's where he just went to to you, folks. Not not a bad assessment. And I'll just follow that up with, what are you, a cop? Uh, Bingo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) New time on Monday, 12 o'clock for us. We got bangers coming up next with uh, Jeremy Green. He's got uh, your final set of uh, places that you need to put your money this weekend. And it's everybody's favorite. Right. Everyone oh, absolutely favorite. underdogs coming up next here on ESPN Asheville.
4: At Ingles, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for T-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles, Low prices. Love the savings. We're back counting
1: down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by
2: Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White Haze, Peach Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Mean Green. And number
1: three at 6% ABV, Max Protect.
2: Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer.
5: Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. No, not
1: that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on
0: Sundays. Office, the office closes. Home, get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the world.
2: It wasn't easy. I must admit, it was not easy. But I've got exactly what you're looking for. The first little housekeeping. Alabama's a seven-point favorite at home against Texas, and that is stupid. I like Texas a lot. Queen Ewers didn't look good last week. And frankly, I'm not buying this, oh, we didn't want to show anything. That's what loser teams say. And I was already leaning Alabama anyway. soon as that came out, yeah, roll tide. I think they rolled Texas after last year. But that's not what you're here for. Underdog.
0: Underdog. 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 Speed Speed of lightning.
2: Roar of thunder! Boise State is a three and a half point dog at home against Central Florida. This is an overreaction because they look like dog pedal against Washington. A lot of teams are going to look that way because that offense is fantastic and UCF ain't got it. Give me Boise State plus three and a half. They went out right. My guy, your guy, the fighting Mike Houston's of East Carolina are a three point dog at home against Marshall and that is stupid marshall is not very good and east carolina is criminally underrated because vegas doesn't know a lot of these players well guess what i do and they're better go pirates they went out right miami i can't believe i'm doing this as a lifelong florida state fan i cannot believe i'm about to get in good conscience say that my favorite underdog of the week is Miami. Oh, wait, they're playing Lucifer himself. Jimbo Fisher, give me the Hurricanes. I don't care what the number is. I've seen it range from three to five and a half. They're going to win this game outright, and it's not going to be close. And finally, Tulane, the fighting Squidbillies, are a seven and a half point dog at home against Ole Miss. A little aside, how in the world did they convince Ole Miss to play this game at Tulane? I'll never understand that, but they're going to take Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss, whatever you want to call them, they're going to take them to the woodshed because they can score, but they couldn't stop a leaky faucet. Take all those wagers to BetUs.com and use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY to get a 125% deposit match on your initial bonus and wager football with us all season long.